Writing on Games cast. Uh, as always, I'm Hamish Black. I'm the host of Writing on Games. And let me switch over to my co-host, Nico Blakely. Switch. Oh, you didn't snap your fingers. Hello. Oh, wait. Oh, it's me. I wasn't ready to give my presentation yet. Uh, uh, Travis Touchdown is coming back, Amish. <laughs> yeah, he just start off with, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's me, Nuda92. And it's, and um, we're, we're back. Uh, the, writing on these game ca- the writing on Gamescast is coming back to the Switch. Uh, yep. Winter 2018. and <laughs> No more Gamescast. Until 2018. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh yeah how's it been going man uh oh yeah we we we're, we're a day late again because nico nico was very nico was a sick boy yeah yeah <laughs> that's all there is to that i mean yeah i woke up uh, i was sick yeah uh, and too sick to talk are you kidding me um, no, too sick to even tweet in the moment. I remember reading like five tweets and I was like, oh, "This is I'm not in the mood for this nonsense." And then I just, <laughs> oh, it's it's okay, Nico. It's okay. The 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 writing on games cast fam has got your back. What what oh. what, what what should we call our listeners? Because Slipknot has maggots. Um, call them. Um, the fans of the writing on games cast. There we go. Are you just thinking? Uh, yeah, I am. I, I, I really... There's no, like, fun name. Yeah, there really isn't. Gamers! Can we just call our fans the Angry Joe Army? <laughs> yes! Yeah, that's it. That's 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 the one. Hello, that, way, that way, whenever Joe is addressing his fans, he's also maybe addressing our fans. <laughs> I say this having now... I'm now on the radar of the Angry... Angry Joe family. <laughs> I got it's featured. The, uh, AJA. I got, yeah, I I got featured on a list or something. I don't know. It's, You're one of the angriest reviewers of the year. Yeah, my my sick rants about how Dark Souls helped me with my depression made it onto an angry list. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, play the Angry Joe metal music. That which is a song by some metalcore band that's like really weird that he would choose that song I, I don't know I just think it's funny that there's a YouTuber out there who has like a two a, like a two step in part as like their <laughs> yeah. credits music it's really funny <laughs> I don't know <laughs> brings me back to a time <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> YouTube mosh picks man um, but uh, yeah uh, okay angry Joe army uh, prepare for the writing on games cast <laughs> Um, yeah, we we, we kind of thought, like, uh, you know, we'd maybe change things up a little bit today because, you know, some news came out. Uh, we, we recorded the podcast last week on Thursday, and then, like, a few hours later was the Nintendo press conference thing, which... We're always behind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Either we're always behind or we start recording as the thing is happening. So, like... We're commentating on it whilst the thing is muted. <laughs> like that was that's what, oh, happened God. With, that's what happened with the PS4 Pro thing. 
We're like, oh, okay. we got all the info out. We, the, the fact, it, I don't know, it says more about that conference that we could, we got that much out of it from a muted look. <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah, so like, uh, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't planning on watching that conference live, but as it turns out, I woke up. Um, as the conference was well just before the conference was starting there was this crazy dj fucking jean michel jar-esque light show fucking popping up um and then a few minutes later it was awkward japanese businessman uh you know literally making every transition let's switch over to this person you know, I I kind of smiled every time they did it, that. It, this, so. it was it was great. It like it was <laughs> yeah. really good. But uh, you know, it's, it was just really dumb. Like imagine if like a Western press conference had every single transition. Like imagine Phil Spencer doing that. <laughs> um, Phil Spencer wishes he had like half of the showmanship yeah. that Nintendo conferences had. Yep, exactly. And that's not saying much because <laughs> Nintendo's pretty stiff. Yeah. Um, god um but yeah so yeah the, the switch is a thing that's happening and that's well i was gonna say that's cool but it like in the week that that press co- like in the week since that press conference i feel like nintendo has systematically deconstructed every element of potential excitement that someone could have for this thing um but why are you surprised by that they've done that with every single yeah, console ever yeah yeah i know <laughs> I, I you know I, I i the thing is that conference fucking got me like and i pre-ordered the switch almost the you minute. actually got to pre-order though that's cool <laughs> yeah. i i can't even fucking get one i have three games pre-ordered though so all right we'll do the, <laughs> yeah. so I'll just if we join forces floor. yeah it's region free so <laughs> yeah, exactly. if we join forces we're gonna be fine oh man yeah like so you, i i think there's still pre-orders available here uh i on like amazon and stuff i don't know about like you know it's nintendo of course as, as someone who's been checking like probably every other day uh no dice oh, right. here okay. in the United States if you're going on Walmart, Best Buy, or <laughs> Amazon at the moment. I, I'm, I'm, I had Best Buy right where I wanted them, and their page <laughs> didn't load. And then I refreshed the page, and they were all sent out of stock, and I was like, oh. Like, literally, like, for me, it was, uh, I, I, the press conference finished at about, like, five in the morning here, and then I was like, okay, fuck, do I go to sleep now? Apparently... It says that the pre-orders are going up at 7 a.m., but actually a Nintendo rep said that, yeah, that's just there for other reasons. It actually goes up at 6 a.m., so I was like, okay, I'll stay up for an hour, you know, and then I'll just order one and go to bed, and then it turns out it was 7, so I end up staying up until 7 in the fucking morning waiting to pre-order this fucking console, and then, as it turns out, the console was was more expensive than people were anticipating. Um, How much is it in the UK? I so, don't actually know anymore. Oh well, you're right. Okay, I'm I'm just going on to the Amazon thing. Yes, the pre-orders are sold out. So yeah, um, uh, yes. So uh, so the Nintendo Switch console was two hundred and seventy nine pounds, I think. Which uh, you well, know. Like it was like three hundred dollars in the U.S. I want to say. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know. Um. 
like if you're if you're going by current exchange rate things then that is 243 pounds so it actually costs like you know a good fucking 35 pounds yeah about 35 pounds more than it it should um it was it was it was quite a weird one because during the conference they said you know it's gonna cost uh 299 and it's gonna cost such and such euros and or, or something it was another currency and then for uh for uk prices uh check with your retailers <laughs> oh god that's never <laughs> good like, that's never a good sign <laughs> um so uh I, I believe the $300 mark was more expensive than even you guys were expecting. Like, was it not something like $250? Yeah, were, yeah but people were just, like, projecting uh, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. There was all these leakers that I was following on Twitter and stuff, and, like, I don't know, half the stuff all those leakers yeah, were yeah. leaking ended up being, like, dead wrong or just, yeah, like, on yeah, the yeah. wrong date and stuff. So, like, you know, I don't know. I don't and, I just never cared about the price. I just knew it was going to be console price. Uh, like, yeah, I yeah. Know. I mean, that, that's the thing. You know, three hundred dollars like, is not crazy that, that's not to me. Crazy. I don't no, know. No, no, for sure. I mean, it's, I know people who paid that full, um, like PS3 initial price. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't, but Jesus, like I, I know someone who did, and fuck. <laughs> you know, there's worse things you could do. So. Well, at the very least, they get PS1 backwards compatibility or PS2. I don't know. Um, oh no, because that console long since uh, yellow lighted away. Oh right, okay, yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now they got nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, consider like you know, I I pre-ordered and I was like, okay, two hundred seventy-nine pounds is not that bad. You know, Brexit happened, our currency's fucked. Like you know, it's it's true, isn't the isn't the pound like a dollar? Doesn't it come out to a dollar twenty nine for every one pound now? A, a, euro, pretty... a euro, I think, is actually worth more than a pound, or is worth just as much as a pound now, which is kind of crazy. Does um, this mean that the next time I'm in the UK, I may be using euros? <laughs> or like, <laughs> well, if you're probably not, um, but uh, yeah, who knows? <laughs> if you come to Scotland, maybe. But um, I don't know. I've just been uh, like everyone always tells me I have a choice and I should always do the pound. <laughs> who, who told you you had a choice? <laughs> I don't know. That some people were like, oh, I mean, you can have euros. I don't know why, though. <laughs> I mean, like, the UK doesn't use euros. Well, I don't know. I've walked by, like, a couple of liquor stores that have been like, we take euros. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a couple <laughs> of places like, like that. And you're just like, that's not our currency. That, that's what I wonder. I'm like, how does a country function with two different currencies floating around? Like, that's <laughs> It's like, what is this, a fucking free-to-play MMO? (laughs) Yeah, I I was like, oh, is this like the Diamond League? Like, oh, pay us a dollar, then we'll give you this fake money that's actually worth a little bit more if you buy stuff at the right time. It's like, (laughs) oh, man. Uh, But yeah, so I was thinking £279 is not, like, too bad for console. And then everything else started coming out. For one, and this is actually interesting because I'm just checking the Amazon page just now. Um... I, I was like, okay, it's not coming with any games. I need to fucking pre-order some games. That's uh, crazy to me. Yeah. We'll, that, we'll, we'll get to what game I think should be the pack-in one, because it was painfully obvious what needed yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but, uh, but the thing is, like, I went, I was, I was like, okay, Zelda, because Zelda is a launch game, and it looks fucking incredible. And Looks great. Yeah. And then I go on to the Amazon page, and it comes up saying £60, which is about $75. <laughs> and, you're, and, and I was just like, uh, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> like, um, you know, like game prices have been kind of steadily rising in the UK. Like it used to be like forty pounds was kind of the, you know, the the high the high level. Uh, and you God, know, that's crazy. That would have been like, oh, like a couple of years ago, that would have been like eighty bucks. <laughs> Oh well, God, but it's well, the thing, weird that well, you guys are buying. You're yeah, for eighty dollars. I don't know. Well, the, is... the, th- the thing is, it's like uh, you know, so the like, but it's it's been kind of creeping up, like you know, towards you know the forty five pound mark and stuff. Like games are getting more expensive. You know, g- developing games of that like level is getting more expensive. Okay, cool, like fine, but like to jump from forty pounds or forty five pounds to sixty pounds, I was like fucking holy shit like that was actually the point at which i was thinking like is there any point in me getting this console because there's only like four games coming out at launch and the one i want is 60 pounds so in order to get any kind of good experience out of this thing i'm then looking at spending like you know 350 quid or something like that you know close to that if i'm buying other things with it and stuff like yeah but now i've like uh, you know, actually, I went on to another site where they were saying, "Oh, you can actually pre-order Zelda for a discounted price of forty nine ninety nine, so fifty quid." And I'm like, "This doesn't seem like the best discount, but it's a discount, so I'll take it." Uh, now they've actually now Amazon has actually shifted, so which is which is weird because now the Switch version is fifty pounds as opposed to sixty pounds. And the Wii U version was forty pounds, but is now forty eight pounds. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on here. But um, so wait, is the Wii U one more expensive? Now? No, 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 no. The, 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 Wii, oh, the, Wii okay. U, the Wii U was like twenty pounds more expensive. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. It was twenty pounds less expensive, and now it's a pound less expensive. <laughs> Do you want to know what ours is? What? I'm, just, I'm looking at the Amazon US prices for both versions. Um, for Breath of <laughs> Breath of the Wild Switch version is fifty nine ninety nine right here, and the Wii U version is fifty nine ninety six. Yeah, three four cents, cents maybe. off. Four cents. Oh shit. <laughs> And, and then they put a big, and then right next to it, there's a big crossed out fifty nine ninety nine, as if that's supposed to entice you to come wow. in. Wow! Look at your prime discount. Ooh! <laughs> oh my god! That's but, cool, guys. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks. I'll... Is that it's? Is it fucked up? There's a part of me. I already have the Switch version pre-ordered. There is a. F- dumb collector part of me that wants to also get the Wii U version. <laughs> I, Just shove it on my shelf and be like, yes, I have it. The thing is, like, I'm really curious because, like, I was actually thinking that, the, you know, the the slightly higher price of the system, which, you know, like, is, is not massively steep or whatever. It's still pretty cheap for a console. Um, and then, but then that combined with, you know, the ludicrously expensive games and stuff. I was actually thinking, you know, would it be cheaper for me to buy a Wii U and Zelda Breath of the Wild? Because, like, what's come out about the the difference between the two versions is, like, basically nothing. Like, the Wii U renders... distance or something, yeah. The, the Wii U renders at 720 as opposed to 900p. The frame rate's the same. Like, it's still they both run at 30. Um, and apart from that, like, I think there's maybe, like, slightly more, you know, uh, foliage density in in the Switch version, but, like, 
if, if the, I've been hearing crap about the the tablet version of it, right? Looking better or running better? Yeah. I, see, this is the thing. Like, there's so the Wii U has like three modes. I want to say. What what is that third mode? Really, a different mode? <laughs> yeah. Cause, right. So so the three modes are. TV mode where you insert the switch into a docking station which allows it to be played on your TV. Uh, You'll stand by. Yeah. The, the Joy-Con controllers can then be used wirelessly to play games from your couch or be attached to a grip accessory to provide more traditional <laughs> controller experience. Um, then you have cool. hand, handheld mode which is self-explanatory I guess. Um, it's basically you're playing a game on like a smaller version of a Wii U gamepad. And then you've got tabletop mode, which seems to just be like put the tablet, stand the tablet up and play the game. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm wondering: if you're in a house or a place with a table, right? Yeah. And you're you're doing tabletop mode. Is there not a TV nearby that you can just get this exact same effect with? Uh, yeah. Like what? <laughs> like, that's what I'm. <laughs> Like you no, know, but Nico, this is this is designed so you can take it to the basketball court and play NBA. <laughs> is NBA even been announced? I, I, like, I don't like, know. Has, has it even was there not a basketball game in that original trailer that for some reason people were playing at a basketball court? Uh, we got FIFA coming. Yeah, we got FIFA. Oh hell yeah, baby! Got that, FIFA got that and FIFA. Steep. God, steep. those are sports games. Yeah, so, well, you know, we're not even getting FIFA at launch. Um, so the launch titles, as it stands, are 1-2-Switch, ARMS. Uh, is ARMS a launch title? No. No, ARMS isn't Ar- a launch Ar- title. ARMS uh, is spring, but not that spring. <laughs> it's, it's a spring. It's, it's a little bit later in the same in the same season, yeah, I guess. So we've got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, so... A remaster of Hamish, you should get Mario Kart 8 Deluxe I, I, by the way, since you never played the original. I, 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 yeah, is, I, I, you are the candidate for this release. I, <laughs> like, I, I, I will totally get that game because Mario Kart looks a, fun. It's great. That's that was the best uh, next to Splatoon. That was the best uh, use of the online the Wii U ever. Had. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> um, we've got Steep <laughs> launch that game that precisely nobody has bought. I tried to play the beta and it crashed. And <laughs> so. Well, the thing is, like, like Steep is a game that you can get on Steam for like twenty pounds, and it's not a Steam like it's not even a Steam sale. It's just constantly reduced to like half price because no one fucking bought it because it hasn't even been out like four months or something. No, it's it's, it's, it's like... barely been out two months. Really? Yeah. God damn. Yeah, yeah. It's it like that. You know. I don't want to get like too sidetracked, but that's a trend I've been seeing with a lot of AAA games is that, you know, these games that were hyped absolute fuck are now being sold. Uh, like, I mean, that that new Deus Ex is already being, that came out in like end of August, start of September, and that is already being sold. <laughs> like most of the time on Steam, you can probably get that for like a 60% discount. <laughs> oh, and hu- the Humble Store has just been making that series just... Yeah, dirt cheap. Like the last couple of months, I feel like there's there's always a Square Enix sale. Yeah, yeah, totally. The um, Deus Ex games are always like a dollar. It'll be interesting to see how AAA development copes or ad- adapts to this new thing that 
hey, people aren't really spending that much money on huge AAA games anymore. Maybe we need to cut back on what we're actually doing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What about Skyrim for the Switch? Oh, Sky Skyrim, that game that you can get for like a pound most of the time on Steam. <laughs> Great. Well, <laughs> if you already owned all the expansions and stuff, you, you have a better version of it already installed in your computer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking hell, man. Like, so, right, the launch titles we're getting are 1-2 Switch, Mario Kart 8, Zelda Breath of the Wild, cool. Steep, Rayman Legends Definitive Edition, and Just Why? Dance. <laughs> Just Dance is like one of the few leaks I heard <laughs> that was confirmed correct. <laughs> Actually, the leaks for Just Dance were wrong because they're like, it's coming out in the holidays. <laughs> Day one. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, Nintendo Switch gets another launch title. Let's see what this is. This is from six hours ago. It's getting the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth. Oh, God, did you see the price for that? No. Oh, my God. Okay, maybe it's changed. $40? Yes. What? Yeah. I I realize I sound a bit like Angry Joe there. Uh, My my friend and ally in the Angry Joe army. Well, I mean, we just named our fans correctly, right? Um, Yeah, so $40 for the Binding of Isaac. Jesus. Uh, Let me just... Okay, let's let's crunch some numbers here. Right. Okay, so I'm imagining it's got the Afterbirth DLC in it and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, if you go on Steam right now... Wait, I'm completely off on these launch titles, by the way, right? So, so... You got them wrong? Yes, Steep Steep is not a launch title. Um, Oh. So, which means they're like, hey, we're really, you know, we're working on Steep hitting hard on the Switch, you know? (laughs) like. um, So, right, so the the launch titles are 1-2 Switch, The Binding of Isaac Afterbirth, just Dance 2017, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Skylanders, Imaginators, and Super Bomberman R. <laughs> like, you know, I, I've, I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, but, you know, every console has a shitty launch lineup. And I'm like, this shitty? <laughs> like, you know, like... It's pretty bad. Uh, wait, you so, know- so Mario Kart isn't even... No, Mario Kart isn't even a launch title. <laughs> Well, that's okay. I mean, if you want to play it, you already can. So yeah, <laughs> they're, sure. they're not trying to bore us on day one. All, all four of you that own a Wii U, <laughs> like Jesus Christ! So like this is that that's that is just one example of like a game or no no uh, like a way in which that excitement just kind of got like sapped out of me because they they announced all these like pretty cool looking games and then it was like uh, but you know when you actually buy the thing you'll. Like you, you'll have to buy all these games separately. That none of them come bundled, and you, you know, Zelda's the only one you'll want to play. <laughs> well, you know, I, okay, I, I, I can't believe there's not just going to be a Zelda bundle. Although I do get that you don't want to do that with a huge. Well, that's a weird one because that's that game's going to sell no matter what happens. Yeah, that's, yeah. So that, that game is, could that have been a jumping game. poop emoji, and people would have bu- fucking bought it. You know, like <laughs> it would just be like. Yeah, That's that, that game that doesn't really need any push. Yeah, exactly. That That is the one game in that lineup that I think people are actually going to get excited over because, like, 1-2 Switch seems like the Switch... Like, I can't, I can't believe that 1-2 Switch isn't bundled with this. 
that's that's what that's what I was alluding to earlier. Yeah, is like that that game has fucking that, that, demo piece written all over yeah, it. And it's that, like, that, that, that should that should be this this system's Wii Sports. You know, like because all the one two switch seems to be like one two switch. It seems to be based off of just audio cues more than anything. For all the footage I've seen, it's like people aren't people aren't looking at a screen. They're like looking at each other. And they're waiting for, like, an audio cue to tell them to do something with the Joy-Con. And you just think, like... I, think I mean, cool. They, like, That's kind of yeah, cool. Sure, but. yeah, but, but, like, don't make me pay £30 separately to get some audio cue. Like... To get I, some audio cues while me and my friend make eye contact? Yeah, yeah, ex- like... You, you know, know, we can set this up for free in about five seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone just record <laughs> the sounds for, like, put them on a CD. Just give you don't even have to, to get me. that high tech. You can just have a third friend who stands off to the side and says, Go! And you both <laughs> slap each other, and it's the exact Eat same the sandwich. game. Milk the cow. I've been playing games like this at parties for years, yeah. where you both quick draw, or, like, you know, you both do slap hands or something like that. It's the same mechanic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, why is this... It's playing quarters. I don't know. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, so, so one two switch is thirty four ninety nine here, which would equate to about Wait, like fifty dollars. Yeah, so about fifty dollars maybe. God, <laughs> just like I can't wait for that game to be five dollars in a bin. Yeah, which should hopefully be fairly fucking soon. Like, God damn it! The the Power A Everywhere Messenger Bag for the Nintendo Switch is thirty nine ninety nine. <laughs> So, and then it's Jesus. All, it's, it's all this shit, like, you know, uh, you, like, you have to buy, in order to get more Joy-Cons, it's like some horrendous price, to get the 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 grip that you join the two Joy-Cons onto, it, it is like some horrendous price, but it's it doesn't actually charge them, it just, <laughs> it's just a fixture for them, so you have to buy a separate charging dock or whatever. And you're just like, what? <laughs> what is going on? So, yeah, not the best way to come out of it. Like, you know, that conference had everyone so fucking, like, hyped. And then just, they they pulled a Nintendo. <laughs> like, just everything just, after I don't that. I have I've lived this, like, <laughs> like multiple times yeah. now with this company. <laughs> like, anyway, I don't know. I was just, I was watching the hyperbole on Twitter while that was going on. It was yeah. just like. You guys, this has happened every time. This, uh, yeah, this yeah, will always exactly. happen with this company. Just chill the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it will be okay. I don't know. Uh, I like yeah, uh. people are like. Uh, I mean, I get, I get it. It's just like movies. Your first, your first release should be a big bang because that's where the most money's made. Yeah, stuff like that. But you know, that's they made their bed with that. But they, they're starting with Zelda. Like, why does? I get it's like a light launch lineup, but starting with the Zelda game is a really good way for Nintendo to start. Do you guys? Do you guys? Do you, <laughs> do you remember the how the Wii U army? launched? Hey, yeah, hey, um, soldiers, do you remember <laughs> when... Uh, I don't feel comfortable calling everyone who listens to this a soldier. That's weird. Okay. That immediately makes me feel like a weird terrorist or something oh, now. Okay, but, but, like, the Wii lineup was abysmal. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you had, like, some slapdash Mario game. Let's be honest, Mario... Super Mario Bros. Wii U edition, that's... That might as well have been a fucking ROM hack. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was seriously just like, oh shit, we got a new console. Oh, okay, let's just get that game from the last system and just, like, put it in HD and add <laughs> add one cool background where it looks like uh, the Starry Night painting. And right. then, 
which is an amazing level. But <laughs> I don't know. I I think already this is a stronger launch. I know, and I know that's not saying much than the Wii U. Yeah. And I don't know. It's not the end of the world for I mean, this, this, this especially is, since in December we have one of the greatest looking things ever coming. Yeah, yeah, true. Which is <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> More like Super Mario Oddity because <laughs> good lord. Oh god. Yeah. That game looks incredible. Yeah, and I, I say this like I'm not a huge Mario guy. Like I know. The oh, fact that it got you excited yeah. was got me even more excited. Like, I was like fuck, this is I I I mean, I'm just fascinated by the idea that this is a Mario is interacting with other humans that that in a, in a way that highlights the fact that Mario isn't actually human. <laughs> like, what if they're not human? Oh God! Oh God! Right. Okay. So we there's that, that's the thing. New, new Donk City could be anything. Oh, New Donk City. New Donk City. It's pretty much confirmed that that area is called New Donk City. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And that's that's already great. I was. <laughs> oh, I, I remember. So, so when that when that trailer starts, it, they they give you a second to really like soak in that atmosphere before Mario hops out of a fucking sewage grate, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is awesome. Oh <laughs> man. Uh, you, I remember seeing that that the thing, and there's all these taxi cabs. And I just noticed off to the right, there's something that said New Donk City, and then something that said Diddy's Deli. <laughs> And I said, oh my god, are we getting a fucking Donkey Kong game? Oh, and then, and oh. then fucking Mario jumps out of the sewage. <laughs> I, just want him to, I just want him to jump out that sewer and then be covered in shit. C- covered in like that kind of Mario sunshine teal oh, poop. God. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh god, that, oh, my, my, that's, my, that's Mario 64 too right there. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's going to be sandbox levels again. That's going to be great. My, my favorite thing for that was... I can't remember who answered this or who asked it, but there was someone who asked, like, uh, what happens if you jump on the humans? And then the answer from, uh, like, someone at Nintendo was, what you think happens? And you're like... I love Nintendo just because of that answer. And you're like, they die? Yeah, <laughs> like, a bunch of fucking organs all over the guy. You're squishing someone with your big plumber oh, boots. What do you think happens? Oh, I love this game so much. It's pretty <laughs> much then, the best thing. And then that crow cat fucking... I love I love how people are like, you know, oh this game shows like you know, I've seen a few publications saying this game shows what this trailer shows what Super Mario Odyssey would look like if it actually took part in the real world. I'm like, fucking shop, it's just a crow cat mod. Like it's crow cat using You think mod. that's realistic, Nintendo? We'll show you realistic. Yeah. And it's like well, what <laughs> It's just They're not like, trying to real like out real real like yeah, realism yeah. everything. It's exactly. Like, like, you see the other levels, they look like a Mario game. <laughs> My favorite part of that was when there's just like the music's playing like da, 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 and it's just Mario standing there whilst a knife fight's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> it was only a matter of time before Mario returned to Shroom Street. <laughs> Get the click back together. This so, is yeah. God, I hope I hope we get a cast in this. I hope we get Luigi. I hope we get fucking. Oh. I want to see Wario tooting around in New Donk City. I want to. <laughs> I'm not gonna say Waluigi. I just want to make everyone mad and say fuck Waluigi. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. He belongs at a tennis court. And uh, <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, uh, 
it looks like the most cinematic Mario game ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it could totally just end up being just like all the rest. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, totally. I mean, Mario you know, and Mario looks like he's having to crash Bowser's wedding <laughs> or something to Princess Peach. Oh, God. This I mean, is- yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of dumb stuff there. I'm just, I'm looking at something that's saying that Breath of the Wild map size comparison shows larger world than Skyrim. <laughs> you know, like, at what point does an open world get too big? <laughs> like, I mean... Yeah, it's uh, Far I, I, Cry I 4 or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the thing is, like, at the very... Like, because I was never blown away by... Like, I will come out and say it. I'm not a big Skyrim fan. I didn't really get into that game in the way a lot of people did. I felt it was a little too little too heavy on the fantasy tropes uh i think it's i think it's amazing yeah but i will say uh it's like one of the worst okay this is a weird thing to say i think i love i adore skyrim i had a great time with it mm-hmm. but it's like one of the worst rpgs i've ever played <laughs> like from an art no, no 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 like from an rpg mechanic standpoint <laughs> yeah, yeah. of what i go to rpgs for not why i'm there it's so it's so light on the role playing that it's like it's I'm that guy who agrees that like the first, the, the two before it are like somehow more dense and deep games. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Despite being ancient as fuck, they I, still. I always thought I always thought the the Witcher three did the Skyrim thing better than Skyrim. Like, uh, I, I want to play the Witcher three so bad. I just feel like I have to play, play make it through two games to get to it. And I just, wait, you, I thought you played the first one. We've been over this like a million times and no, what yeah, I did to beat well, The Witcher 1. Well, okay, you've beaten The Witcher 1 then. <laughs> Move uh, on to 2. I, I essentially modded in what uh, a night of watching YouTube would have done, but instead I had to mod it for myself. <laughs> but I I, I I, still haven't played through the whole of 1, so... 1 is hard. It's like, it's such a... By today's standards, it would be considered broken. You know, well, yeah, exactly, like, yeah. So, so just move on to 2. I've heard two sucks. I've heard that's like the great. worst thing ever. Okay, two's well, really, really good. Two. Who the fuck said two sucked? <laughs> Everyone's like it's too consulified or whatever. It's like fucking shut up. Uh, yeah, no, it's it, two, two. Three looks great. It looks like a Disney movie come to life. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 amazing. Play through, play through two. Get onto three. That's our Nintendo Switch <laughs> roundup. No, um, like yeah, I, I don't know. I just always felt that Skyrim's open world. Like I never really liked the look of Skyrim. To be honest, it just it looked kind of drab to me. Um, but you know, it, it tried to be realistic with yeah. what it was doing, but it mm-hmm. ended up being kind of grayscale yeah. and I, a I, lot I, of the same I, homies walking around. <laughs> yep. Um, and I, I just think that if Breath of the Wild, you know, that's a good looking ass game. <laughs> it's, Ooh, uh, the voice acting doesn't suck. I was yeah, so worried about yeah. that voice acting when they said that. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually I totally. good. Oh I mean, t- to be to be fair, we haven't heard any English voice acting. Oh no, you haven't. Have There's we a trailer out. Oh right, okay. I, I don't know. Uh, it's good. Okay, Take my word fair. for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was worried that we would get to like Final Fantasy 15 levels. <laughs> you know. So okay, I'm gonna totally sound like a dingus here okay. and say that when I first heard those people speaking Japanese, I didn't recognize that as Japanese, and I said, "Oh, they've made a fake language. This is great." <laughs> Great. I, see, that's what I thought when they said. Uh, I, I guess I don't know. I there's a part of me that's like scared for everyone to be talking in a Zelda game because I kind of liked when they were just making weird noises yeah, and yeah. there would just be a text box. I kind of am okay with that. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were just gonna have like a fake language babbling in the background. 
yeah, the yeah. Sims or something, but eh, I guess English is okay. As long as Link doesn't speak. If Link speaks, I will throw my disc right out the window. Sorry, my tiny, weird Car- cartridge thing. I don't even know what you call that thing. It's not really uh, a cartridge. It's like, well, it is. Yeah, it's weird. Drive. Um, but yeah, so so this fucking map is nine kilometers by 6.8. Uh, did you see the thing that's comparing the, the Skyrim to the Breath of the Wild map? Yeah, yeah. And it's the, the, the series of squares or something. Well, I'm, I'm looking at one that's also comparing it to the Ocarina of Time map, which is one... Oh, yeah, and o- Ocarina's bigger than Wind Waker, technically. Uh, yes, yeah, 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 the Wind, yeah, the Wind Waker one is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, because that doesn't feel right. If well, you play both uh, those games, one of them does not feel Well, it, te- technically, Wind Waker is 1.8 by 1.8 kilometers, whereas Ocarina of Time is 1.4 by 1 kilometer. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's just I don't know. <sighs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, that that looks like a very good game, and I will, you know, I'll be playing that because what the fuck else am I going to play on the Switch when I get it? Um, but you know, I'm so th- interested in Skyrim, and I don't know why. I I'm I might just be interested in it because because of playing a Bethesda game on a Nintendo console. Possibly. That's that's pretty crazy. Like, the but- novelty of that might be enough to. <laughs> Like, yeah. buy it super, super discounted one day? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean... Uh, if I do buy the Skyrim thing, it's... I wonder it's like a thing I have to buy physical, to... too, because I need to have it say Nintendo on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, I mean, apart from that, they've got a new uh, Shin Megami Tensei game coming out. Um, Great trailer. What's that? Great trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, Just yeah. seeing all of the demons slash personas slash whatever you want yeah. to call them. In like gnarly high res, just did you see that Jack Frost? He looked awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, then you've got FIFA. <laughs> which, uh, you got a new Fire Emblem game coming out. Um, cool. There's uh, Splatoon two, which looked kind of like Splatoon one, but I'm it, happy. It looked I'm, like Splatoon with a patch or something. Yeah, like, yeah, but, looked... I, but I'm happy. I'm gonna get to play some Splatoon now. So. Uh, yeah. Probably one of the best games of 2015. Yep, yep. Uh, we've got... And yeah, it looks like more of the same, and there are certain Nintendo games where their second game should be more of the same. And yeah. this is one of those games, okay. so... Fair enough. Yeah. Well, as we saw in the original Switch reveal trailer, it's it's going to be the biggest eSport on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> All those um, guys from that weird nondescript team playing it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, team Tendo. Uh, we've got... Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which... Sweet. You know, like, I really wanted to play It's got its fans. Yeah, I I really wanted to check that one out for the Wii U, and apparently there are emulators that allow you to do that now, so I might do that. Um, Ultra Street Fighter 2. Okay, this one we gotta talk a little bit about, because this is kind of fucking dumb. Yeah. uh, Uh, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that Street Fighter... This is, like, a terrible game... In its own right, because you can switch back to old pixels and it plays just like one of the greatest games ever made, Street Fighter yeah. 2. But why have they ported the fucking Xbox 360 HD version like <laughs> with the weird bad art? That's, yeah. <laughs> I hate this fucking art. I don't know what it is. Some people, people forever tell me I'm too hard on this art. No, fuck this art. I hate this art. <laughs> you you feel this way about the art the way that I feel about the Doom soundtrack? Um, yeah. It's I, I this... God, are, are you looking at a picture of it right now? Just yeah, just to like refresh I, your memory yeah, of like I, how this, bad it is. This looks really, really like Ken's Hadouken has hands in it. 
Okay, to be fair, that's kind of always been there. Like certain really? versions have put. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been like you know, it's a key blast. So that kind of that's oh, kind of okay. cool. I, I kind of have always given that a pass. Okay, it, but it, the hands, like, the hands do look really dumb though. <laughs> It's, well, just the way everyone's like thick, like everyone's yeah, yeah, weird yeah. And, like wide. And yeah, it's like the first you ever see the first time you ever saw Street Fighter three, and you went, "What the fuck?" Everyone got fat, yeah, and then you yeah, realize, yeah. like, oh no, the, everyone's just huge. Like, <laughs> also, like, like the the font, the the, the like the ori- the original Street Fighter two font does not work in HD. <laughs> like, yeah, it's... and it also it doesn't seem like it's like you know Halo anniversary style where you can just like make the, the, the new graphics melt away whenever you want. Yeah, exactly. And vice versa. So, like, you have to... It's one or the other. The only good thing about this, in my opinion, is that we get the return after many years of not being in the, in, in the game. Violent Ken has returned. <laughs> Violent Ken is the result of M. Bison kidnapping and brainwashing Brett... Uh, brainwashing Ben, <laughs> enhancing his abilities with psycho power and twisting his brotherly rivalry with Ryu into hatred. Violent Ken is more ruthless, aggressive, and fearless, <laughs> some may say violent, with moves that feature purple flames instead of his signature fire. <laughs> Fucking... I have to, I mean, the obvious uh, shaggy too dope violent J <laughs> reference... <laughs> You know, Ken is just the insane clown posse. (laughs) Shaggy to Shaggy Ryu dope. Shaggy to Hadouken or something. (laughs) I love Violent Ken. I I love Evil Ryu. That makes sense. Like, you know, that's cool. Then Violent Ken. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, oh, God. It's so good. But, uh, yeah, that's, that art style looks really dumb. And that's bad, and it's so random that they yeah. would, like, okay, fair enough, it's kind of a different version of <sighs> that game that came yeah. out years ago. Yeah. It's, like, God, it just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Violent yeah. Ken, God, I can't even remember the last time I saw Violent Ken in a game. I know he's in something else. What is it? Uh, I will check that. Uh, oh, uh, SNK versus Capcom Chaos. <laughs> oh, that's man. right. That uh, Xbox one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've got. Aside from that, we've got Rayman Legends Definitive Edition, and Rayman Legends is a very, very good game. It's I don't know. I don't another know. Questionable thing. Yeah, I don't know why that's the one they're bringing. Um, and then we got arms. I kind of think that looks awesome, but I've been hearing that it's like not that cool. I I kind of looked at that and thought like mm, this is not this looks like a dumb kind of wee boxing type thing. Uh, That's that was kind of the whole mantra of the show though. Like in what was way? like what was the this looks like a weird Wii game. Like like yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, for yeah. a lot of the games you could just be like, well, this is just motion controls again. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the one thing is that apparently you can play ARMS without the motion controls, which awesome. seems weird, which, you know, I guess is cool. Um, but one thing that's really getting me about the fucking Switch is the idea that, like, because the whole thing is that for some games you'll take the Joy-Con, the the left or the, the well the right one because that has the A, B, X, Y buttons on it, and you turn it on its side and use it like a regular controller which at first is you know it's fucking tiny like but also the analog stick for that joy con is in the middle <laughs> and you're like that does yeah. not see that does not seem like a good place to have that 
analog stick if you're playing it like a regular like nintendo have never had good controllers <laughs> um, that's not true that is they used to be on top of the world what ones uh have you ever played the super <laughs> nintendo have you ever played uh, okay, the GameCube? Okay, the, the, right. Fucking, I will give you the the NES and the SNES controllers are really good. The GameCube. <laughs> you haven't held the GameCube controller in a while. You need to go hold one and realize it's like the best damn controller ever made. It's so awkward. It's I play like, with one weekly because it's, it's like, so good. It's like an it's like an extension of the N sixty four, which is maybe the worst controller of all time. Um. No, that's clearly the DualShock 3 is the worst. <laughs> no, sorry, not the DualShock 3, the 6-axis controller. <laughs> that, that thing's a piece of shit. That, yeah, that's, that's kind of shitty. Um, but, yeah, like, I, Nintendo, outside of their, ver- their two very first consoles, have not had great controls, and this just well, seems like... The, like the, 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 Wii, the Wiimote nunchuck thing was never horrible. Didn't feel bad. Uh, well, you sit I mean, down and when you felt try, like a controller. Well, you know, when you tried to actually play that as a control, like uh, like instead of just using motion controls, I always found that to be like really, really unwieldy and stuff. Uh, so I don't know, but um, but yeah, just having that fucking analog, st- like like because they've got they've got a button, they've got the fucking home button on th- like below the the analog stick. Like, why couldn't they have just switched those two things around? Because, like... Why couldn't they switch them? Uh, wait. Um, because <laughs> the thing is, like, you know, it's, it's, you know, you have home buttons on controllers. They're usually in the middle because they're the ones that you tend to use the least. So, you, you know, they have them in a place where you'd have to, like, stretch your hands over to get them. Like, why have the home button in a position like if you turn it to use it like an actual controller that's where like the d-pad would normally be like it just i'm just it seems so weird man like i i i want to hold one in my hands before i make my final judgment on these things i feel like it's something i gotta i can't just watch somebody play it because yeah i hate that they went back to the to the button d-pad that, what? Uh, I'll I'll totally I'll totally agree with you that the N sixty four had the worst D pad like the, the the C button things. Yeah, yeah. Like those things sucked for camera work, and now they're going to be a D pad. <laughs> but I mean, you know, because they because they have right, so they have one analog Ugh. stick. So if you so the left Joy-Con, the blue one has the analog stick at the top, and then the the right. Joy-Con has it in the middle. Like, so it's not even like, okay, one's at the top, one's at the bottom. It's like, they're just kind of, like, one's in, one's in the middle. Why in the middle? Why in the middle? That's what I want to know. Why in the middle? Well, it, it, it kind of looks like it syncs up to what a, like, a traditional controller would feel like if you put both of them together, like in that square formation. I mean, it but, doesn't look weird when it's, when they're put together, but I don't, I don't know. know. Like it looks kind of like an Xbox controller, actually, when you look at it yeah. all together. Which the, is the, not the which, overall. Which is not the. What's format. wrong with Xbox controller? It's not a PS4 controller. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they have a pro controller for fools like you. Uh, that may actually be pretty good then. Except it costs like eighty dollars. Well, then it's then it's got to be the greatest controller on earth. Then. <laughs> it's eighty dollars to get uh, the another Joy-Con pack. <laughs> 
God. <sighs> I don't know. It looks I okay. So, I, I don't think these look horrible. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think they look horrible either. I, I just think that, like, you know, I, I think in terms of actual, like, look, they look fucking awesome. Um, but it's just, like, just, I, I can't, like, they've got a fucking capture button in a place that seems like you'd probably end up hitting that by accident sometimes um oh yeah for sure the so, first thing i thought is like oh shit sorry guys i didn't mean to to screenshot oh uh, hit the screenshot <laughs> again like every time when, when i saw the person playing with like the red one I was just like, yeah like, damn oh, that button's man. gonna get hit all the time yeah so uh yeah well, i mean I just guess... give the give the red controller to the the friend you like least and yeah there you go switch it up so uh switch it up um i mean uh, speaking of switching it up, do we really have much else to say about this right now? Oh, well, I, actually, I, guess, the, the, I mean, uh, I want to mention the, the online stuff because oh. that seems super fucking dumb. Um, so the whole thing was that, like, you know, of course they're now getting into you know paid online access and stuff, um, which you know, actually, I watched an interview with uh, Reggie Fizami where. He came out and said, you know, like, you know, we've not had great online service in the past. Uh, and now, you know, like, now we'll be able to maybe improve that somewhat, you know, if they get some money for it. Um, the problem comes up when it's like, you know, if you pay for PlayStation Plus or Xbox Gold or whatever, Xbox Live, um, then you you get, you get like a game or you get like a series of games every month and you get to keep them as long as you're with the service, I think. Um, and so, and they're like, they're big games, you know, they're like, they'd still cost you like a fair bit of money to get. And like a lot of them are, you know, pretty big indie games and stuff. It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good deal. Like it's like lately, like last month's games weren't great from what I remember, but, um, but you know, like I've got some good games out of there that I'm, wanting to go and play at some point um and because you get them and you get to keep them for as long as you're with the service i can do that i can go back and get them they're in my library um and nintendo are do <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell so nintendo's online paid service doesn't look great in comparison according to the company <laughs> subscribers get to download and play an nes or, a, or an snes game the latter of which comes with a newly added the latter of which comes with newly added online play for free for a month. <laughs> so, you, so you get what is essentially a ROM, <laughs> like a few, you know, a few. You probably already bought two systems ago. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, and then after that month is over, you then need to buy them. <laughs> like, what the fucking, uh, <laughs> and then Reggie Reggie is from America, right? Because yeah. a lot of this stuff is chalked up to like you know different different culture, different understanding yeah, 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 yeah. of the yeah. of the online market. But does Reggie not Reggie, sit in on some of these meetings and just be like, "Yo, this is Reggie this is a bad Re idea." I I am willing to bet he does, but also like the he the Japan arm is going to make these decisions and he is going to have to try and sell them like i do not envy someone in the position that it's it's like you know 
the way that you'd you'd watch like interviews with like community managers from Konami around the time of like the Phantom Pain launching and stuff, and you'd just be thinking like, "Oh, this is awkward because they obviously know everything that's going on and why it's bad, but they can't say anything about it." That was um, the worst. Yeah, exactly. And it's and it's kind of the same with Reggie, except Reggie can deliver things with an enthusiasm that makes you think like, "Okay, he." He probably gets this, but at the very least, he can sell it effectively. I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's he's good at uh, like I don't know, chilling out all the hostile fans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to a degree. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, and also the fucking switch voice voice chat is going to be handled through your phone. <laughs> And like all the social things I, yeah. I've heard, like the like inviting people to parties and stuff. It's, like what? Is, it's like you know, I've already. Got this is for that. adults. Then is this fu- is this is, yeah. is this console just aimed at fucking people who have enough money to you know buy all these add-ons? And, yeah. You know, I own a smartphone. Okay, I can download you this know, app and I, I, pay for online. I, and- <laughs> I, I I can already talk to people on my phone. <laughs> like we have Discord and shit like that. Like we have all this I, stuff. I also, we don't. I also have a phone. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Ooh, voice chat on your phone. Who'd Fucking novel it? idea, isn't it? Yeah, like it was. It was like that. Like I remember. Um, I think it was at Gamescom. Uh, not not last year, but the year before. Uh, they were like, oh, the Xbox One is going to have like uh, uh, a keyboard uh plug-in for for your controller, so you can text chat to people as you would. And also, oh, we're bringing it to PC. And I'm like. Oh, you're bringing a keyboard to PC. Wow. (laughs) Fucking, surely, surely these things, surely these thoughts must go through people's heads. Like, maybe we don't need a keyboard peripheral for PC where people probably have keyboards. Maybe we don't need voice chat for phones where, like, you know, obviously people aren't just going to want to, like, call up their pals whilst they're playing a game. But, like, we have Skype. We have Discord, like you say. Like, we we don't need to be going on our phone like so i am essentially going to have to be on my phone whilst i'm playing fucking mario kart <laughs> like wow why why it's Is just it gonna be everything. like a well like people usually like talking to each other with like a headset situation yeah. like when was the last time you ever saw like some console gamer <laughs> like sitting there with like a voice like a room voice chat <laughs> yeah exactly yeah Oh, isn't man. that gonna like what if your game's up too loud and isn't gonna like feed back into your phone's mic? Yeah, those like, mics are terrible. Yeah. Oh, fucking. Yeah. So, like I say, just every single piece of information that came out of that conference that was originally so exciting just came with so many fucking caveats that it's like you just think, man, they really need to do some work here. Um, cause, cause it got to the point, like I'm, I'm at a point now where I'm like, I'm okay, you know, keeping my pre-order and going through with it and getting the console. Cause it's, cause like I say, it's not, it's not as expensive as most consoles and Nintendo has a track record of bringing, you know, good games to these consoles, you know, like they are growers, not showers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's the, the weirdest Put it way. bluntly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, like, but but there was a point like during this week where I was like, man, should I just not buy this and just hold off 
and wait until some more games come out. But, you know, I want to play Zelda. I really want to play Zelda. Like, that Zelda trailer is one of the best game trailers I think I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, it looks just gorgeous. Yeah. It's it's funny because, like, when I try to think about what I'm excited about that game for, I actually can't. Yeah. There, there's no it's, one it's, specific yeah. thing. Like, it doesn't look... Like it's the, not. It, it's not blowing me away on any front. It just looks all polished and nice. And yeah, just like, like me- me- mechanically, it doesn't look that great. But it, like, I mean, I, I, no, it, it doesn't look that. Standard. It looks like it will control like a dream. Yeah. Like, but you know, it just it, it didn't. I guess it's like you're still you're still shooting arrows. You're still navigating dungeons, I presume. But it's like when I saw that open world and I saw you riding on that horse through that open world, I was just like. That's it's, enough for me. I don't. I don't need like a big open world with huge activities. Just give me a big, nice open world and a horse, and I'm good. Like, I'm, it, I'm, it, I'm, it looks like the first game realized in like a modern sense. Like, yeah, just yeah. running around a giant map, finding with like. The know, I'm of, sure it'll be a little bit more. Uh, you know, they'll point you in the direction, yeah, but it yeah. seems so much more like exploration based yeah, yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. someone just saying head over to Death Mountain. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah and and that's that, like you know I, I'm I'm one of these weirdos that really likes the driving mechanics in Final Fantasy 15 because, you know, I I feel that, you know, I, I like just being taken through these kind of worlds and, like, I really like, you know, I've been playing Shadow of the Colossus again on uh, PlayStation Now or whatever and it's, you know, I'm still just loving just navigating that big, empty world so yeah i don't know it's it, it, like I, I i'm i'm totally fine with zelda so and then when mario comes out i can't wait to kill human kill human beings with my feet uh and destroy taxis with my feet uh and throw my hat at people with my hands aren't you worried that uh it's gonna be just like sonic 06 that's what everyone oh, else yeah is saying. yeah yeah exactly he's gonna kiss a girl Woo. Um, I am wondering, will he kiss a real lady? Th- that would actually be weirder than Sonic 06. Because that, because then, then that you've got like it's it's not like you've got a girl kissing like what is clearly not human. You've got you would have you would have a, a a human as we know it kissing a kind of human facsimile, <laughs> like which would just be like maybe Mario has like a a condition. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe he got stung by a big bee. <laughs> and he looks all swollen. <laughs> and then like all the previous games have been like kind of like a fever dream state that he's been in while he's been stung. <laughs> and then this this is him waking up from his coma. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like it's like maybe maybe this is gonna be like, you know, Johnny got his gun. It's the perspective of a bedridden Mario who's been blown to pieces and he's like rem- remembering his life and putting stories this is, together. This is going to be like the Wolfenstein, the new order of Mario. <laughs> Mario got his coin. <laughs> oh God. I'm so excited for that game. New Donk City. What a great and name. We can have a Metallica song based off the game called one up. <laughs> Speaking of that before, before I saw, before, before we recorded, I was watching a video of they, them recently playing in China, I want to say, um, <laughs> with uh, with with a pianist, uh, guys called uh, Lang Lang, and uh, they played one, and it's maybe the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> um, so oh, yeah, it's God. is it is it worse than the View? What? 
Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it, uh, not quite. One thing I've noticed about Metallica, <laughs> the writing on Games Cast talking about Metallica, um, is that Kirk has gotten significantly worse at guitar like over the years like he sounds like he's he is he is to guitar what Lars is to drums now <laughs> it's, um haven't it, been practicing for a decade now and yeah now it's finally it's finally showing yeah but but now this performance they've got they're just playing one like with this you know classically trained pianist <laughs> like and it goes into that fucking sea shanty bit and that one is a terrible song. It's just got this I, I was kind of just like phased out when whenever one started playing. Yeah. I was kind of like, uh, yeah. Metallica, Metallica <laughs> have some really fucking bad songs, and they they tend to be their most popular songs. Hey, what if we made an album where it sounded like a bunch of guys getting together and playing music in a garage for the first time? <laughs> Only that band is Metallica. <laughs> And this time they've got a psychiatrist. What if yeah. Get get an older, wiser, more cryier uh Metallica, mix in a little bit of Bob Rock, and then some therapy, and you've got the writing on games cast. I'm gonna change this podcast description to that. Oh man. Uh so yeah, that's the switch. Oh, oh, and uh, speaking of, uh, yeah, that's the switch. Uh, what's the, while I send you what has to be now our uh, image of the podcast. Okay. That I found thanks to someone on Twitter. Sorry, I can't give you credit. You'll see what it is in two seconds. Okay, I'm excited. What? <laughs> someone has done an amazing Photoshop job for uh, the cover of Adam Sandler's Click. When giving him one of the the, the blue Joy-Con, <laughs> the superior Joy-Con, <laughs> and it's 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 beautiful. Actually, it's a great Photoshop. Oh, so good. What if you had a hybrid console allowing different modes to play? <laughs> oh, oh goodness! Oh my goodness! What's um, your uh, what's your favorite, most anticipated Switch game? My most anticipated Switch game is. Um, I mean, I'm gonna have to say Zelda. I mean, you know, obviously, yeah. I really want, I really want to play Mario, but like, you know, Zelda just looks so good. <laughs> it's God, Zelda looks awesome, but I just the Mario game came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, 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 totally. And I, it like grabbed all of my interest. Like, I'm gonna have a blast playing that new Zelda game, but I can't stop thinking about Mario Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot to that game. Um, uh, I mean, also, you know. I, I mean, I'm I'm obviously very excited for the Suda game that's coming out. Oh yeah, um, uh, the return of Travis Touchdown. The return of Travis Touchdown. Although it like you would never know from that fucking presentation where they had Suda come out. <laughs> that guy, <laughs> the guy translating that was so. God, rest in peace. They, they they were literally there was a Twitter posting from Nintendo saying, "Hey, can you recommend anyone from this for this job?" And they posted a new job listing for translator. Oh. <laughs> I was like, "But you know, you're right. so so the whole thing is if you didn't watch the presentation, Suda came out and was you know, and and as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Fucking hell yeah!" And he, he, he literally came out and threw up the devil horns and went, "Yeah." <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, yes, I'm so excited for this. And then, well, whenever it got, whenever it chopped into his feed, I got like half of that. <laughs> whatever I was watching, so I, I got him. Just, I just got like they, they, they snapped their fingers, and then all of a sudden it cut to. I didn't even realize it was Suda at first. I just saw a screaming man. <laughs> It was bizarre. But but the thing is, like, so he came out and I was like, oh, holy shit, this is going to be exciting. And then the translator was, like, just mumbling his way through it. And I was like, fucking, don't you ruin Suda for me. <laughs> don't you ruin this Suda moment. And I was, and it came out, and it came out, and he was just like, um, you know, uh, uh yeah, Su- Su- Suda. Uh, uh, Travis touchdown. Uh, uh, no more heroes. Um, uh, it's coming. The switch is making it easier for uh, indie devs. And I was just thinking, like, you fucking tell me what Suda's saying, you fucking wanker. <laughs> and like, uh, and then, and then afterwards, I was just like, you fucking ruined that for me. Um, but as it turns out, someone has now actually translated what Suda was saying. And I heavily sympathize with that translator now because, holy shit, like, not only does Suda talk super fast, but most of what he was talking about was fucking the most obscure Japanese wrestling references. Like, he'd actually, he would actually start, like, a wrestling reference and say, oh, it's like such and such fighting such and such. Actually, wait, no, that's too, that's, that's too obscure for you. <laughs> like, and so, like, he's naming, like, specific wrestlers and matches and stuff, and obviously the translator's probably thinking, like, the fuck is this? Like, this doesn't I'm make any sense. i lose my job over this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, and then he just ends it by going, yeah, <laughs> again. I, I mean, you know it's bad when the translator just literally in the middle of it just goes like, uh, uh, uh. yeah. <laughs> I, like, I heard like a word like break, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's not good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, imagine if Suda made a wrestling game again, because he has he made, used to make wrestling games. He, he did used to make he wrestling got big games or whatever. Yeah, where he went off by himself. Um, I've heard they're not good. I've also heard they're not good, but imagine like a total Suda controlled wrestling game because Suda is big into his wrestling. Like Suda loves that I want, shit. I want like a, a wrestling game, but I want all the characters to be from different Suda games. Oh, fucking Suda All Stars Wrestling! Holy yeah. shit! Oh my god! That would be crazy. Travis touchdown like fucking suplexing Harmon Smith in, in his wheelchair. All of the Killer Seven cast would have to be in it as one character. You just yeah. control them as a bunch. <laughs> like it, it, it'd be like, um, oh god, this is a weird reference. I guess the Ryu in the very first Marvel vs. Capcom, where you had to put in like crazy button combinations, then you could transform into Ken's Ken style. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, have to do some crazy. Oh, I like this. <laughs> get all get all the the plain looking people from the silver case. <laughs> Just trying to think of other characters. <laughs> a lot of them are just men in suits. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, right. So, so what he said was, uh, so Did we, we say, I, like I'm making a game, but it, I I'm just that's it. Like I'm we, gonna we, make we, a game have, one day. We have the entire like transcript of what was actually said. So we have things oh. like. Yeah, oh, there it is. Uh, guess that bombed. Suda from Grasshopper here. Hello, everyone. Today's the big January 13th Ariake showdown. 
I've been invited. I've been invited to this special match, not an exhibition. I'm up here for a round on the stage to talk about my game. Hang on, let me check the teleprompter. Does everyone? Re- <laughs> does any? Does everyone remember the man from Santa Destroy that Grasshopper and Marvelous created in their tag team game? Right, Travis Touchdown Switch. Uh, uh, show the image, please. There it is. The legendary anti-hero will be touching back down on the Nintendo Switch. We're not announcing the title just yet, and not to change the subject, but... So, last year, all throughout the year, <laughs> I, w- I was at events like PAX and Kyoto's Bit Summit. I went to all kinds of gaming events like those. I talked to a lot of indie devs there about all kinds of things, and they were like, Sudaman, what's the Switch like? <laughs> well, well, back then, I think people were still calling it the NX. I'd tell them, no, no, I have no idea. I know as much as you guys. And they'd be like, come on, tell us. <laughs> Is it as easy to develop for? Is it easy for? Is it easy to develop for? As everyone's saying, I had to tell them. Just wait. I'm under NDA with Nintendo. I can't tell you anything. There, there were lots of little. Why is he saying all this to a crowd of people at a Nintendo? Conference? There were lots of little scuffles like that. But indie devs all over the world were excited for the Switch. Even those, even the ones in Japan. The dev environment is probably as good as everyone's hoping for. It's really good for. Mm, well, I get the feeling that the Switch can even connect indie and major titles, so I'm going to try and make a game that will become the singularity between indies and the Nintendo Switch. And it'll be centred around Travis. Travis co-starring with an indie star. <laughs> mm, well, to put it in simpler terms, in wrestling, it'd be like shoot versus... It, it'd be like shoot-style versus hardcore wrestling. Well, oh, God. Maybe, well, Half the crowd won't get that. Well, maybe not quite. Well, like in Fire Pro Wrestling, Saeba with Kita... Basically, I can't really explain it that well, but yeah, Travis is going to bust his way onto Nintendo Switch. Suda51 from Grasshopper, out. Thank you. Yeah! (laughs) Whoa, I feel like... I didn't get that the first time I watched that. (laughs) I didn't get any of that from my first viewing. It was basically like, um, the the Nintendo Switch is good for indies. (laughs) Travis Touchdown... It's going to be there. Suda51 is going by. People would always ask me, what's the Switch going to be like? Except back then it was called the NX. And I said, I don't know anything more than you guys. Just wait. Just wait. I'm hey, in, Travis, under, touchdown. I'm under NDA. I'm under NDA. <laughs> It'd be like shoot style versus hardcore wrestling. Like in Fire Pro Wrestling. Saiba with Kita. <laughs> well, maybe not quite well. It's really good for, mm, maybe. (laughs) Today's the big January 13th Ariake showdown. Does anyone watching that stream know know what the hell the 13th is? The way he was talking, I don't think anyone in the fucking audience that spoke Japanese knew what he was talking about. Maybe maybe he was like speaking backwards because he starts with, (laughs) eh, I guess that bombed. But maybe if he put that at the end, it would make more sense because literally his speech bombed so hard. oh man so well, yeah you do your thing Suda you just, yeah, we'll leave I, you alone yep. you do your thing <laughs> he, they, they needed to fill a slot for that one clearly yeah. like, I love I love Suda but he clearly didn't have anything fucking prepared for that <laughs> oh man uh, yeah they had uh, what's his face the guy that made Yakuza um, on stage and it was oh fuck what was it uh, it, it, it was a, oh, fucking I can't remember but it, it was uh, the guy uh, it was uh, 
uh, Toshihiro Nagoshi uh, was on stage and uh, he looks like he has had some work done on his face. <laughs> he looks like a, oh, he looks like a plastic God, man. You me. Yeah, he's he had a he quite looks a like, high cheekbone. He, he looks like a character in Yakuza. <laughs> Um, like a, like PS2 era Yakuza. Yeah, exactly. Um, so oh, hold on. What did this get posted? Uh, did you see? Sorry, it's uh, the little. Someone has leaked an image of the UI for the Nintendo Switch. Okay. And it looks really uh, send <laughs> um, mi- minimalist. That would not surprise me. Um, uh, here I'm trying. To, I'll send it to you right now. But I mean, this isn't very. I know this is kind of the dumbest thing ever to bring up on a podcast, the UI of a system that <laughs> no one has seen. Um, but uh, someone tweeted a picture of the tablet with the UI of the yeah, tablet, okay. and then the tweet got pulled. Okay. Uh, it looks very, like, I don't want to say iPhone-ish, but, like... Yeah, it, yeah, I, I can oh, see Oh, you know that. what it kind of looks like? It looks like fucking Windows 10, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, oh, totally. shit, those icons. Yeah, icons. Wow, yep. they look like Windows 10. I mean, uh, for all we know, it's super for those listening. <laughs> I guess uh, it's seriously just like flat black with squares with the image art, and then underneath there's a couple of little bubbles with a a sh- like a shopping bag. Yeah, the icon. What looks to be the image preview icon from Windows 10 and yes. a little chat thing, and then and settings then, and power and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a what looks to be like ha- one half of the Joy-Con yeah, controller. Yeah. Thing, ah, yeah. And then uh, minus and plus open up options. Y apparently changes the user. And X is to close your software. That's really weird. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, weird for those buttons to do those things. <laughs> it just seems kind of um, not how the Wii U is. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that that, so, that looks cool. Anyways, I mean, yeah. sim- simple, the, the, the more simple, the better. Um, Maybe one day on that UI we'll see Travis Touchdown and an unnamed indie star. <laughs> Yeah, Saiba versus Kaita. Kita, I don't know. I don't know. That's an obscure Japanese wrestling reference. Um, Hopefully we get like some game where it's like Travis Touchdown and random indie characters. <laughs> oh, it's just him going off The cave story guy. The it's guy just, from Shovel Knight. Yeah, Shovel Knight. Exactly. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like Travis Touchdown being a boss in the Binding of Isaac. Oh, it's like Mega Man Universe or whatever. Travis the, Man. That cancelled game where he just goes to different Capcom games and this will be Travis <laughs> Touchdown running to different indie games and interrupting them. <laughs> uh, that that would be that would be suitably meta for a Suda game, so I'd be in I'd be in Su- su- suitably? Su- suitably Suda. Um that's that's the name of the game. Um So yeah, I guess that kind of wraps up everything to do with the Switch that we kinda of know at the moment. Um yeah, yeah. Get get hyped or get morose, I, depending I, on which I, side you stand on on Twitter. So there you go. I'm still fairly, you know, I'm still fairly excited. I think now after talking about it with you, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I mean, I got like I don't know. Everyone's everyone's kind of sharpening their edges right now yeah. for this game, and it's like, why? Just yeah, chill. Yeah, yeah. Like, what yeah. do you? Why do you need to? I don't know. Everyone seems to be like. Having to vote, be like, well, it looks very dumb. Like, very, <laughs> like, it's okay. It's okay to say you like it. So, yeah, yeah. It looks okay. Sure, the business side of it is like, what are they doing? But, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, but that's, when is that? But never, the, when, when is the that majority of you case? complaining on the internet uh, have no, the, the business side of it affects you in no way, shape, or form. Yeah. Some of you are going to be getting most of the shit for free. Some of you will be getting, have enough money for this anyways, and you just like to complain. Yep. So, yep. It's going to sell fine. Uh, due to Zelda alone, 
After yep. that, your guess is as good as anyone. <laughs> Even Suda doesn't know. Yep. And uh, <laughs> He's under NDA. He couldn't see either way. Yeah. He knows as much as we do. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I guess... Like, I mean... Uh, let, let people be excited, I guess yeah, is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> But seeing a lot of naysayers that as soon as someone says positive about the Switch, they get dogpiled on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, chill. It's a... Yeah. You're gonna... Shut up, you're gonna buy it. So, there you go. Yep. And if you're not, why do you care? Yep. Yep. That's the the, the perfect summation of that. And I feel you like that is. is I feel like that's a good time to switch to to our regular scheduled programming where Now know, the we, podcast begins. <laughs> yeah. Where we just I don't know, talk about what we've been playing. <laughs> um what have you been playing? <laughs> uh been playing uh Oh, I started and finished. It only took me three hours. The the vanishing of Ethan Carter. Yeah, yeah. Which, okay. uh, yeah, I was, you know, just clicking random, never been touched Steam games and, uh-huh. you know, trying to stimulate new video ideas, you know, yeah. uh, on the side of what I'm already doing. Uh-huh. And uh, played that game because I heard it was always a very polarized... One of those games that's like, it's walking simulator. It's art. No. You know, like everyone just... Either it's one of those you love it or hate it games, and I of course find myself somewhere right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because uh, uh, it's like it's a really cool. Uh, it's like the closest. I feel like I've said this about other games on here before. It's the as close to a book as a game will get. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's very very Stephen Kingish. You are some guy with a very funny name. I, I already forgot his name. Uh, <laughs> the main character. You are. Let me see. Uh, you are summoned to a weird. Um, I'm not sure if they actually say where the town is, but it looks very uh, Pacific Northwestern yeah. kind of town, I dare say. Maybe just property where uh, uh, Paul Prospero. <laughs> what? <laughs> Paul Prospero, you're a paranormal uh, investigator. Okay. You get a letter from a kid named uh, Ethan Carter who's afraid that he's awoken something in the woods and it's making his family act funny and you need to get there <gasps> ASAP. <gasps> and so, yeah, you go there and you um, you find some some bodies and stuff, and you have to do, you know, detective work, which essentially boils down to you uh, combing the area for clues and just, uh, it, it gets very surreal where you, this kid, Ethan Carter, is an aspiring, uh, well, he's just a, he's a, he's a miniature Stephen King, it looks like. Okay. And uh, you find, like, bits of his stories, and then you find little props that elaborate on the story, and then all of a sudden, you'll, you'll hit this button, and you'll be warped to, like, this little playing out of his weird sci-fi story so yeah for example there's one where you read this thing and you turn around and all of a sudden there's an astronaut standing out behind you in the middle of the woods okay and you chase him and then you find that then you get abducted by aliens and then sweet and then you read a bunch of, it's essentially just going to different weird places and reading things it's it's very like text heavy and yeah okay you're just the story is the game, and that's what propels you. Your interest in what's it's a mystery. I it's, remember, I remember people were saying that that game was like one of the best looking games they'd ever played. Yeah, and I played the Redux version, right. which apparently snips out uh, one or two backtracking events, and apparently it had a really, really like shitty autosave system. Right. Would, okay. You didn't get to choose when you'd save, so you would have to like if you quit at an inopportune time, you'd be resetting some progress. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and, and it's in Unreal Four now, and it looks great. Looks amazing. Cool. Uh, I can't help but feel like they have just like made it for VR first and foremost, and then thought about how the camera would look on a computer later. Well, I mean, when, it's got when, it's when got that we... weird curvature thing to it. 
that when you turn, you feel like a little ooh, like. Well, I mean, like when when they were when they would have been making that, would they really have been thinking that much about VR? Well, the first release date was 2014. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, and, that probably makes sense. Yeah. And Oculus was already out in the wild for certain people, right? In 2014. Yeah. Or yeah. I could I, be wrong. I, yeah. There, there was like de- there were dev kits out there, like. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of the games where I say like if God if I had a VR headset I'd go back and play this again because yeah. I want to go to some of these places in first person. There is one Lovecraft is shit part of this game. Okay, that is like, damn, this would be amazing to experience this in first person. There is a very like, very well executed moment in this game that is a a Lovecraft worship. It, it's it's very obvious, but it's okay. Come, it kind of comes out of nowhere. It, the game for this one moment becomes not like from the beginning of this game. You you see on Steam that it's listed as horror, right? And while playing the game, you realize, oh, this is a very like subdued horror. And then something happens <laughs> for like a weird moment in the game where it becomes like terrifying. And it's just like I don't know. I may have already said too much, but you <laughs> get this game next time it's on. If you like little games you can beat in like three to four hours, get get it. It's a nice little novella. Yeah, yeah. It's the novella equivalent of a game, really. Cool. Um, that sounds, that's, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. S- s- my opinion on the story might just be like, huh. Well, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I found it hard to kind of find a message here. I don't know. Yeah. Like, or maybe the message just doesn't apply to me because maybe I'm not a... 16 year old struggling to find my identity or something you're not like fucking holding holding call call field or whatever yeah i'm not yeah i just don't i don't know i I, maybe just don't have some of the emotional turmoil this these characters (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe i got lucky but yeah Yeah, i don't need paul prospero to come in and save my ass anytime soon (laughs) paul prospero that that name is that name is funny and they do kind of (laughs) nod at how funny that name is at some point in the game uh Oh, also, if you want a free achievement, turn around at the beginning of the game and walk backwards. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a neat little Easter egg where it's it's just very paranormal. Fair enough. <laughs> it's a cool. game that, like, if you have VR, you're thinking of getting VR at any time in your life, don't get it until you get VR because you'll have a great time. It, it's one of those games that I could totally see you being, it's a dumb walking simulator, nothing happens, uh, and fair enough. But in VR, it could be, like, a thing that you're going to want to spend time in. It's, like... When you're not doing the paranormal stuff, it is just like walking around a very, very beautifully rendered park. So yeah, sweet. I could see how that. I mean, that alone appeals to me for VR crap like that. So I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. the guy who likes duck pond VR. So anything's possible. <laughs> anything's possible. The sky's the limit. What have you continued your video games? What have you continued playing? What uh, you were playing last week? Uh, what was I playing last week? I can't even remember. I don't know. That was like a weird way for me to like pretend like I knew what you were playing. <laughs> um, I, I totally uh, well, forgot what I you mean, said. Like, Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Yeah, I put a video on Bloodborne, um, which actually did inform what I played this week because um, I I put out that video on Bloodborne, and that video basically was saying that by making a few changes to the kind of core mechanics of of a Souls game. It, it makes for a con- a completely different context under which you play. Like, Bloodborne, as I've said multiple times, is a horror game first and a Souls game second. It is wildly oppressive, to me anyway, as much as there might be a bunch of comments on that video saying, oh no, it wasn't oppressive, what you talked about it was fun. Well, like, Hamish, before we go any further, let's get the cat out of the bag, let's get the big elephant in the room, <laughs> out of the way. 
there's a huge, going... huge glaring thing on this video. What in God's name were you thinking <laughs> when you made your character's nose that big? You know, you, you want to know the kicker there? That was totally random. I went to... <laughs> I, I went to... I, I had no hand in creating that nose. Uh, well, I, I did, but it, it was me going to the similar face option, like, which generates a random face and then generates, then slightly morphs, like, it makes a similar face based on that face it's generated. So you keep hitting that <laughs> and it keeps just gradually morphing this this character into into a beast. <laughs> into a beast that deserves to be hunted. And Beast <laughs> <laughs> All the hot lemmy references. Um and uh and it just so happens that for my character this nose just grew and grew and grew and I was Totally okay with it. When I first saw that, I thought you just had like a plague mask or something. <laughs> yeah. He's a human plague mask. Um, he's called Gumbo. He's my beautiful baby. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it was it was a joy playing through the game. As made all the cutscenes fun. Also, how come you thought that Mergo's wet nurse was a glitch? The wet nurse uh, wasn't a glitch. I, to- I, wasn't a glitch. I, I totally thought that that was where you were going with that first thing you were saying. Um, I knew I was leading you yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it fucking felt like a glitch. I don't fucking know. It is, uh, and as it turns out, you know, um, as every YouTube commenter on the, under the sun is pointing out, it's like, they're like, oh, that's a good video, but uh, Mergo's wet nurse isn't a glitch. And I'm like, Okay, great. I know, I, and I and I keep getting these comments, even though I now like his one comment. One commenter pointed out and was like, "Hey, I know you're going to get a bunch of comments about this, but it's actually not a glitch." Like, uh, and so I was like, "Oh, cool. Didn't know that." Put it in the description, made a comment about it, and actually put an annotation in the video. And even now, <laughs> I'm getting comments saying. Uh, Mergo's wet nurse isn't actually a glitch. Uh, the, the, the Mergo was never actually the enemy. Uh, it was the baby uh, that's crying. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's just that Mergo's wet nurse was never a glitch. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, if you're listening to this and you're and you're about to watch my video <laughs> and you're about to say, "Oh, Mergo's wet nurse is a glitch," I, I fucking no <laughs> it, it does that so so you can hear the crying it's whether or not the, the attack is valuable or not. It's, uh, uh, I, I was i was just like i played that 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 like and i was you know i've played through that boss fight twice now and and i i didn't know that the, the you had to wait for the baby to go silent for the bonfire to come out or the lantern I don't fucking know. I don't care. It actually proves God, the point. God, call yourselves would... a Dark Souls, every, it, all, everything Souls channel, Nico, and you don't you, even you know want, that. You, you, you want to know the best thing about that fucking glitch? Not glitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hamish, Hamish, did you know it's not a glitch? <laughs> the best thing about it is that the fact that it's not a glitch actually proves the point I was making about the world being more oppressive and stuff like that. But... It's a mistake in a Dark Souls video. No one can let you have them. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, the pe- people haven't really been. There's been a couple of assholes about it. They're like, "Oh man, he didn't do his research or whatever." Like, fucking shut up. <laughs> whatever happened to ethics in gaming journalism? Huh? We can't even trust these guys to uh, not know fuck. what's a glitch. What's a god? 
Uh, so yeah, I don't know. But as a like, as I was about to move on to, it was um I, I was I was playing I was playing a bunch. So I played a bunch of Bloodborne, and the whole thing in that video was that that things like the healing system and the combat and stuff were changed, and that made for a different game that was that, that was great, but it made it so that it made it so oppressive that I didn't want to play it. Uh, or, like, you know, I kind of felt like playing it was super exhausting in a way that Dark Souls perhaps wasn't. And I and I got thinking, like, as I was making that video, I was just like, man, I'm going to get, like, so many comments from people saying, oh, but you said the same things about Dark Souls 2, and Dark Souls 2 is a bad game to you, fanboy. And thankfully, I actually haven't gotten any comments like that at all, I don't think. Um... I, I did I did put in like one little thing um kind of saying that you know uh like Bloodborne communicates its oppressive nature to you through mechanics as opposed to just starting the game and uh, just laughing at you and saying this is going to be a hard game which Dark Souls 2 does in a cutscene um and but it got me thinking I was like you know Maybe I should go back and give Dark Souls Two another chance. Like I've played the I've played that game a couple of times. I've tried to go back to it here and there, and um, and it's just like every single time I come to this, I like this feeling that it is it is less fair. It is you know, it, but not it's it's less fair because of its enemy placements and stuff are just kind of. Like, you know, where Dark Souls will pit you against, like, three or four very carefully placed enemies, like, Dark Souls 2 will just shove, like, eight in your face and just say, ah, deal with them, whilst also having, you know, um, like, so I was playing through the first parts of Dark Souls 2, and I was having fun. I was thinking, like, this is actually not too bad, like, it, the, the environments are unbelievably drab like the lighting some some areas just don't have lighting and that's really weird and it was meant to be because you were meant to use your torch and like but that didn't end up the dynamic lighting didn't end up working in that way uh so everything did just ends up previous did the previous ones have any stuff like that like where darkness needed to be dealt with i'm trying to remember uh, yes there were there were definitely areas like uh tomb of the giants um where it was it would, necessary though or did it just make it slightly harder i thought it, it, well the, in tomb of the giants it was like pitch black bar like you know a few feet in front of you and you then had to get like a lantern which kind of lit up a bit more in front of you um in dark souls 2 it, it's, it's not like there there are a couple of areas that are like super dark and they are dark for the same reason that tomb of the giants is dark which is to kind of intimidate you um but for the most for the most part it's it's like it's it's not that the lighting it's not that the lack of lighting makes things look darker it just there's no it, it the textures just don't look as uh, like as polished and it doesn't like the world just looks so kind of gray and dull and just like there's no flair to it um so yeah it's it's just it's the, the 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 environments are not memorable at all uh and then uh, it got to a point where i was like i got to the boss fight called the ruined sentinels which is like three enemies that you have to fight and 
the environment that you fight them in is fucking dreadful. It's like you fall onto a ledge and then you fight one of them and then inevitably it's a small ledge so you'll so one of them will so it'll fall onto the floor. Then you realize, oh I'm fighting three and it is a terrible boss fight. And that was the point where I was like, oh yeah, it's Dark Souls 2. Um <laughs> and it's it's like I I don't know, it, it's like dark souls 2 mechanically i i hate it when people like yeah i usually hate it when people talk about feel in games because it feels so um like intangible like there's 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 nothing kind of concrete in terms of criticism there really but all i can really say is that dark souls 2 feels off like it's um the the controls feel more floaty like is there's not the kind of weight that you have in a kind of traditional dark souls game even with something like bloodborne like there's there it's it's fast but there is a weight to every action there there's a consequence to every action like um it dark souls 2 feels very like uh it feels very floaty the the hitboxes feel super unpredictable like you'll be moving away from an enemy you'll it'll look like you dodged and somehow that attack will still hit you um and then you'll get stun locked because stun locking is you know people were saying that there there's uh stun locking isn't actually more of a thing here but it totally is more of a thing here um <laughs> like you'll get stun locked and that'll make it harder to to dodge and then like it's harder to stun lock enemies and it, it it like it it moves with the speed of uh of a slow ass souls game but the controls feel like uh, it's, it's it's hard to describe it just it just feels so off like you play dark souls one you play demon souls and you play bloodborne and dark souls three like they all f- like you you can imagine like okay bloodborne is a sped up version of these mechanics like and they took the shield away to emphasize that need for up close combat and melee speed but ultimately if you gave that character a shield and you know and made the enemies a bit slower then it becomes dark souls 3 and like the you know that's you can play dark souls 3 in a very similar way to the way you'd play bloodborne like dark souls 2 is its own game and it's its own like terrible souls game like it could be a decent action rpg it just has the souls name attached to it which makes you compare it to the other souls game uh, and and then that's where it all starts to fall apart um one thing as well was the fact that like the healing system in bloodborne and dark souls 2 on the surface feels very similar because like you are uh in bloodborne you have blood vials and you have you you start off every every time you die your your blood vials reset to 20 or if you have a certain gem equipped it goes to 24 or something like that um and like you get those you get those blood vials back if you have them in storage like you have a finite number of blood vials and you can run out with meaning that you would then have to go back to earlier stages and farm for blood vials um and what 
at first I hated that because I was like, Dark Souls 2 did that and that fucking sucked. Like, finite healing resources. Um, and, like, but the thing is, like, Bloodborne, it actually feels context, like, it feels thematically consistent because, uh, you know, it's a it's essentially, it's a horror game and what is one of the key characteristics of a horror game? Resource scarcity. And you're like, okay, mm. this make this starts to make more sense now, um, and it's it's really not hard to get more blood vials. Like enemies drop the enemies in earlier areas drop them super frequently. Like yeah, it's annoying if you're trying to fight a boss and you run out of blood vials. Didn't really happen to me that much, but it happened a couple of times, and I'd have to go and farm for more. But it was an easy process. Dark Souls two, it like it just felt like they changed it because they felt they needed to change it. Like, the healing system in Dark Souls 1 is near perfect for that game. Like, because, you know, you die, you start off again with five or however many Estus Lasks you have, depending on how how kindled that fire is. Um, whereas in Dark Souls 2, you have Estus Flasks, but you start off with one and you then have to upgrade your Estus Flask by finding shards so that you can get more and more, and those shards are super rare. Um, and then, to counter that, you have Life Gems, which you pop in battle, uh, and then your health gradually starts to regenerate. It's not like a super instant kind of, you know, oh, you pop that and then your health goes up. Uh, it's... And it's a really weird system because it's like, because it, the, the, you know, the rarity, you know, if you only have like one or two Estus flasks, then you're going to go to your life gems first because that's, you know, you have more of them, but they run out super quickly and they are also super hard to find if you don't have souls and you can't buy them. Like, and, and you just think like, th this is not, the thematic change that the blood vials and bloodborne were and therefore it like it just doesn't feel right it it feels like like i say they changed it for the sake of changing it and it's uh. bad it's really bad um and and it just got to a point where i was like well you know i i ran out of life gems on a particular boss and i was like well, I have, like, three Estus flasks. I'm not going to be able to do this, boss. <laughs> I was just like, well, or or rather, I'm I'm not willing to put in the time that I would need to in order to do this, boss. And I was just like, no, nah, fuck it. I don't, I don't care. And then it also has that system where whenever you die, a fraction, you start off with a fraction less health until you can get to, like, half health when you're starting off. And I'm just like, that's just super dumb. That's a really dumb system. Like, in Demon's Souls, it was dumb because it's, like... It, in Demon's Souls as well was a game that was very much, like, it's hard for the sake of being hard. And, like, you know, it, it was definitely... It was more fair, and it was still... It's still a fun game. You can go back to it, and it still holds up. But that, that system where you... Where if you died, you came back with half health was just kind of a bit, like... Eh, I don't know if this is the right way to do this. Like punishing those that aren't good at the game by ma making the game harder for those that can't cope with it is not a good way to design your game. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Dark Souls Two felt very similar, and yeah, I don't know. That game, that game is a mess. That game is a real mess, and you know everything I said in that 
previous video that I did on it that a lot of people really hate to a point where I disabled comments on it because I couldn't be arsed with the amount of people saying, oh, you're just bad at it or you're just a Miyazaki fanboy. Um, it still stands. I really don't like that game as a Souls game. It's fine as an action RPG, I guess, but it's not a good Souls game. So, yeah. That's my angry rant. <laughs> uh, Dark Souls is is a game. Yeah. And it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and also, oh, God. I don't think I ever want to play two now at this rate. You should. You you should. It's it's. I, I would be interested to know, like, how you felt about it, because, um, like, I I, I don't know. I, I, you know, Dark Souls Two seems to split people down the middle. Like, there are some people that really enjoy it, and there are some people that really hate it. And like you said earlier, with uh, you know, I can't remember what it was now. I find myself somewhere in the middle, <laughs> um, because like I say, it's. It's a decent action RPG, and it's a terribly designed Souls game, you know? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Well, the, the Master wasn't in when they were making Dark Souls 2, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. It was the B team, essentially, for FromSoft, I think, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, And the thing is, I don't, I don't want to, you know... I don't want... It's, it's like the people that say that oh, you can't have a Metal Gear game without Kojima. Like, there's a team of people working on these fucking games. Like, these people are largely just the face of that. But also, whenever Miyazaki has worked on a Souls game, it's been a a deeply thematically coherent and consistent experience. Um, And any flaws that people recognize with those Miyazaki games, he largely recognizes. Like, yeah, people like Miyazaki come in, you know, and just peek in and go, nope, that's not how a Souls game should be. Yeah, yeah. they just know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and like, and as it turns out, Dark Souls 2 had him in a very, if I don't think he was absent, but he was very, very distant from the process. Uh, And lo and behold, it's, not a good game in in the souls way you know um and it's like when you're comparing a game when you're when your game is part of what is ostensibly one of the best game series ever made like and it is it's like you know dark souls is fantastically designed in so many ways like even if it wasn't good it's still like a phenomenon in its own right just because of how it literally there, it was already technically a series when it exploded, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was just yeah. like, this guy was like, oh, I'm going to remake that game that no one seemed to really give a fuck about on the <laughs> PS3. Oh, yeah. shit! And then it's like, <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that's, that's Dark Souls 2. It's, uh, I, 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 I don't know if I can really be arsed playing through it again. I was I was thinking, like, do I give make another video Give yourself a fucking break from that that style <laughs> yeah, I, honestly man like yeah I, I i need to like people are saying oh you should do a video on the on the old hunters dlc for bloodborne i'm like no <laughs> like uh, i've had people ask me you know like oh yeah we should play some bloodborne sometime and i'm like you can add me on psn and if i'm playing bloodborne then sure but i don't know when that'll be <laughs> so, uh, so um yeah I, I i don't know it's souls games are weird for me at this stage um so yeah, I, and the thing is, 
I have another Souls video planned that I want to do at some point in the near future. Um, so oh, where is Hitman Hamish? Where is the Hitman? Oh, that's that is the that is going to be the next video. That is going to be the next yeah, video. Um, been that, waiting for that one. Yes, uh, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be different and it's gonna be fun. I think so. Uh, I'm I'm in the process of putting that together, and that will that. <sighs> That is going to be a long one. That is going to be a long one. Hopefully it comes out before the end of the month. It's, it's like one of those things um, because, man, it's, it, it's about the length of a dissertation at the moment. It's usually my best. How long is a, how long is a dissertation uh, usually? Uh, about 10,000 words. Uh, and, you know, usually my oh videos my are just over a thousand, so... Uh, yeah, yeah this is this is going to be a big one. <laughs> so yeah, uh, look forward to that. Uh, but yeah, uh, aside from that, I played th- uh, I played through most of Pony Island, which was oh, that's which, right. Which you was, mentioned that, uh, which was gifted. How was that? It was you know uh, it was gifted to me by uh, our loyal our loyal listener Ossian. Uh, thank thank you thank you Ossian. Um, Oh yeah, you gave me a Shantae game. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Pony Island is is interesting, and <laughs> it, you, you know you know that tone. It's uh, right. So, if you don't know what Pony Island is, it's it's like the story in Superhot made into like ex- expanded into a game. It's it's like you have a game called Pony Island. Which you play, and it's it's like you click the the ponies running along. It's like a runner almost. You, the ponies running along. You click to jump over obstacles and stuff, and then you come across the options menu, and then you start to mess with the options, and then Lucifer Lucifer starts talking to you, and it becomes a meta experience where you know you're um you're navigating options and talking to fucking lucifer and uh you're you there there are kind of light logic puzzles where um you where a a a chain like to unlock another command like a logic chain has to start somewhere and pass through all these various stages in order to get to the end where it unlocks the the thing uh and you have to place like arrows and stuff in order to guide that logic pattern uh which is fairly interesting i guess it's um and then there's the pony island game which becomes altered because of that and it really it really hinges a lot like they seem to really put a lot into this idea that people would enjoy that core pony island game (laughs) and it's not good <laughs> it's uh it's just you're ru- you're running along and you're clicking jump and then at one point you get a laser which doesn't control well and uh and then also the story is just so kind of like you know it's it's like the moments in super hot you know where they'd be like hey you're actually being played rather than you playing the game. Whoa! And it's that was a very very early 2016 thing. I noticed in a lot of yeah, games that yeah, came out yeah. at the beginning of last year. So it's it's exactly the same thing here. It's like you know you're essentially 
you know, the logic puzzles that you're solving are like giving you lasers and stuff. And then Lucifer is coming up like, you're cheating at my game. Like, oh, and then he develops another adventure mode, which is bad because it's the same thing, but it's got this, this dumb fucking RPG mechanic attached to it, which is super easy to bypass. But uh, it's, it, there's, there's, there's an interesting kernel of something there. And there are some interesting things it does in terms of, the background of who you are and stuff and why you're here and but i i got i got bored fairly quickly and uh, i haven't completed it yet maybe i will (laughs) it's uh so yeah yeah it i got i got that game yeah for like like two bucks or something last year and and during a sale and i just i just never got around to it honestly and i heard good things it was like (laughs) it was like the, a solid 10 spot on a lot of people's top 10s right, I noticed okay. last year. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, like yeah, if, yeah. It, if it charted at all on people's list, it was always 10. And, you know, I just thought, eh, but I'll give it a go. I doubt it will suck me in. I've been playing a lot of puzzle games. Yeah. Ethan Carter kind of, oh, to go back <laughs> real quick, speaking of puzzle <laughs> games, uh, if you like The Witness, that's that, that was a great, that was what I was trying to say a couple seconds ago. All right, okay. Fair <laughs> or enough. a couple minutes ago when I was trying to like say kind of what it was like. But yeah. Uh, Pony Island. I like the art style. That's all I can say. Yeah, the, the 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 way the way the monitor looks like you're you're playing you're playing through a monitor, and the monitor looks cool, and it gives everything within the game a cool effect of like you know kind of light trails almost and stuff, and it's uh uh it's kind of dare I say like Vectrex style you know like it kind of has elements of that where things like trail and stuff like that um was vectrex the one that trailed i can't remember um uh god i don't know it it, it, it has it has a it has a very tangibly grimy look to it which is cool um but yeah it just it banks on you really caring about the the main game which is bad and the main story which is kind of also bad. <laughs> it's, uh, so th- yeah, it's, it's, it has cool elements that was, and it was cool to play for about half an hour. And if it had been half an hour long, great, cool. Um, but it's, it looks like it's maybe going to be about like two or three hours or something. And I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not into putting that much time into it. Like, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you been playing anything else, man? Uh yeah, I mean yeah to speak to our buddy giving us gifts. Wait 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 uh, wait wait. Uh, Switch. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh it's it's uh, Nico here with uh I was playing uh I, I was yeah. playing. I, I kind of just did a sampling of all three of the Shantae games. I believe there's three. Yes. Because uh yeah, Gifted Risky's Revenge. I believe no no not Risky's Revenge, but and the Pirate's Curse, which I believe is the newest one. My chronological knowledge of the Shantae series is limited um yeah because this yeah. what they brought out recently was like a remaster I, I I'm not familiar with Shantae at all but it was okay so it, it started off as a it was like the last big hurrah on the Game Boy Color right okay it came out in fucking 2002 on the Game Boy what? Color yeah like like super fucking late was, like yeah the, was, was there not was there not other GBA was out for like almost a year yeah, or two yeah and so uh, it's no, it's known as being one of the most expensive 
um, physical GBC games you could get. Right, okay. And uh, it goes for like thousands last I Jeez. saw on eBay. Okay. Um, it's got the best pixel art on the entire system. Like the it best lo- hands really down good. on the handheld. Yeah, if you look at any screenshot from her or watch that video in motion, that, that game in motion, it's like, whoa, yeah, like, it, that's, it, it, that's it, a Game Boy Color? It, Holy it, shit. It, it looks like a modern indie game. Yeah, yeah that's like, how... So it was always like a cult favorite. Like, you know, God, if you were... If you were around in 20, uh, 2002 and yeah. you happened to be buying Game Boy Color games, you are sitting on a gold piece <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah, uh, so I was playing it. Um, God damn, that game is great. It's, it's hard. To, it, it's, it does not shine in any one spot. It is really just like it's gotten a bunch of 2D platformers things and took them and made them its own. Sweet. It's, it is like it, it's such good platforming. Like yeah. jumping is how it needs to be. Landing is good, not too slippery feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, she dances, which in all the all three of the ones I've been playing, I don't actually understand what she dances for yet. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find out. And uh, uh, it's kind of like Symphony of the Night, okay, kind of like Metroid in a way, but a lot less cryptic. I find those games cryptic at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, yeah, it's very. Simple, but there is definitely, like, from the very beginning, it's like, do you want to go left to the pumpkin woods, or do you want to go right to the cornfield? You know, like, right. like it's you can go to different levels in any way, uh-huh. and you open up teleporters that will get you closer back to your main hub world, where you buy shit at shops and whatnot. Mm-hmm. RPG light, but yeah, they're, they're solid games. If you never liked 2D platformers like this before, this ain't gonna change your mind. Yeah, yeah. It's just cool that it seems that there's, like, a fandom for this game, and it's, like, reopened interest in this series, because, um... Yeah, the most recent one's from like 2015, which is All right, okay. a game that came out in 2002 and then got its rebirth with a sequel like years later. Yeah, yeah. Seems to be doing all right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I recommend it if you want a good 2D platformer. Cool. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably keep playing them, well, one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, probably Pirate's Curse I'll keep doing. That's the newest one. Sweet. Uh, I'm trying to think of if I played anything else. Uh... Um, I'm trying to think if I played anything else. Um, I'm sure I did. Uh, what did I play? I played, I played uh, Hitman Blood Money actually, <laughs> because because I needed to capture some footage for the the Hitman piece, and yeah, like it's, it's weird because like a lot of people talk about the most recent Hitman as being like the one that got it right, because uh, like. Those old Hitman games, you know, there's a lot of stuff that maybe is, like, a little janky. Um, and Just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that first game is basically unplayable. Um, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> well, uh, to, to be fair, I, if you... I don't know. I, I went in cold when... Because... Do you remember what I did? You're like, oh, like I'm playing the new Hitman. It's amazing. And I was like, well, I'm going to play the first one to see if I like it. And so I did it. And uh, it took me about two hours to beat that first mission. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah. I realized how to kill that man in China. <laughs> and then, oh, God, just, I don't know. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I don't know about the rest of those games. I've been told Blood Money is the least shitty. Is it? Uh, yes, that that and uh, contracts are good. Um, yeah, and, and, like, those games hold up in, like, some really interesting ways. Um, the The levels are not as expansive as as the you know the most recent hitman but there are some 
weird and cool similarities and parallels to be drawn between like um there are certain like the japan map in particular uh the hokkaido map it feels very similar to like some levels in older hitman games and it feels like a suitably old school way to to close out that first season of the most recent game and stuff um and yeah it's it like it, like it's, it's weird approaching that jank in the in in those older games the jank is like it's jank it, it it's undesirable it's uh there's a lot of stuff where you're like moving bodies and like there's a little foot like poking out around a corner or something like that and the guard spots it and then they know it's you and everything and it's bad um whereas in the new hitman it's very much like jank is encouraged it can you know you're encouraged to kind of mess with and break systems uh and yeah it, like so i i don't know it's uh i didn't can I didn't, you get like multiple kills on one human being like is it because i i know like is one of those the bong kill game that's like the infamous bong I, death? I, I, absolution is is is, is a kind oh. of weird outlier because that game those missions are aggressively linear um okay compared- i always thought it looked super linear from yes, what i just yeah. like had seen in my younger days yeah, like it's, it, it, I, can, can i can i position a dude because even in the in the first one obviously i it would make sense if you, there was not multiple ways but like in the i guess can you can you kick some guy off a balcony and also shoot him you know like is, is uh, are those multiple things in those in blood money let's say like- there there are certainly more viable in like blood money than they are in absolution or anything like that but um but yeah, is uh, I mean, things like pushing and stuff like that aren't really like super. They they aren't like as core to the experience as things like uh, uh, you know as they are in the in the most recent one. Like one thing you can do is that it's really easy to disarm people in Blood Money because you just go up to them and you click, and then it, like obviously it makes a noise, the gun fires and stuff. But it's like you know if you're in a situation where someone is trying to shoot you and you uh, like you can just take their gun and then like also what's cool in blood money is that if you get if you get kind of like spotted or something like that and a civilian spots you they can go and pick up guns (laughs) (laughs) take take the law into their own hands it's it's, it's crazy like (laughs) because there was one uh that i was playing and i and i kind of I went on a big shooting spree because <laughs> I was like, sure, why not? This will be fun. Um, and yeah, and then I was like standing <laughs> for all these like fucking dead bodyguards and stuff like that. And then there was a civilian. Well, that's, just, that's just how you play. Let's yeah, be honest. Well, that's, I, I, I saw your video. <laughs> um, yeah, so so like I was, I was standing over all these dead bodyguards and then there was a civilian and he just ran over and grabbed the gun and shot me and killed me. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, okay. Take that, forty-seven. I know who you are. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it's it's weird actually because that is actually a much more like it's it's not a viable strategy. It it does it's it's quite funny in Blood Money anyway because, um, at the end of every mission, like the amount of kills you have, like, uh, you know, it it, uh, it decides your rank. So like at the end of the, and it also comes up with like a newspaper clipping so like for me it was like 120 serial killer kills 127 people or like psychopath massacres like <laughs> it's great that's awesome yeah i like that yeah, little touch it's, it's, I, w- I hope that comes into like season two more because i yeah. knew 
it always kind of had humor, I guess, like that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Oh God, that I don't know. I just, they, I just love the idea that you can be a hitman designed to subtly deal with the job, and then you just go in and murder everyone. <laughs> and then, is there penalties for killing people who weren't contracted? Is it? No, is it is no, like because blood money actually has like currency, and you can buy like upgrades for your weapons and stuff, like silencers and everything. So it's like you still get like all the money from the hit. <laughs> so uh, that's great. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, that, that sounds like you'd make it super easy now because it's just like oh shit, oh, there's yeah. a hallway full of people, just murder them. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's, it's certainly like killing. Killing everyone in a level in a modern Hitman is a challenge that I actually really want to do because I feel like that would be super difficult. Um, like, like take out the entire Bangkok level? Yes. Like yeah, every, every, every person. That sounds like a beautiful I mean, first stream for you to do. That would actually be, yeah, that would actually be really good. Oh, you're you're going to be like that guy who uh, tried to kill every single person in New Vegas. <laughs> yeah, exactly kill everyone run uh, oh by the way go, go find those videos those are an adventure <laughs> yep those i think he's done it for all of the modern fallouts yeah, now yeah i mean oh, the, thing, but yeah, the thing is that's a great idea though yeah they're, they're like people have done it but like uh you know it's it's super super difficult uh so yeah that could be Do fun. people pop into existence in modern hitman like is it no it's uh the like it's all there's a set amount of people on every stage can, is it possible for someone to vacate the level when you start murder? Like, it, uh, if, yes, if I believe so. Civilians can like vanish, right? Uh, I think so. I'm not entirely sure. I, I, I'm, I am fairly sure there is a fail state for one, and it's like a super obscure fail state where they can leave, where one of your targets can leave the level. But I've never come across that before. It must be Colorado. It, might, it might. It might be Colorado. It just seems like it would be. I don't know. Also, also. Oh God! Uh, Did you try the elusive target, by the way? No. <laughs> in in Colorado, that was uh, the dude is a master of disguise, or right. whatever, and you have to. Uh, yeah, I well, you already know about me and elusive targets. They never really <laughs> don't jail well. Yeah, people are like, okay, so people are so mad about oh the elusive targets. You know, it's for archiving purposes. It's just never gonna. It's so annoying. But it's like, yeah, I can't even fucking beat them. Like, yeah, exactly. Don't like, don't worry about people missing out. You're probably gonna <laughs> you're probably gonna do something dumb in the first five minutes and get found out and shot. I accidentally did something dumb and I never even found a hint of the guy. Yeah, I just exactly, accidentally yeah. got caught. Uh, I got caught in a trespassing zone, and for some reason they just opted to start shooting me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what happened. I didn't do anything. I didn't. I didn't punch someone. I didn't get caught doing a crime. I just got murdered. The, the, the elusive targets are very interesting in principle, because it's like you then view the main missions as like the rehearsal for, for the actual like okay, this is fucking game time. This is the hit. But it also like for me, the beauty of that game is in replaying levels and missions over and over again. And doing them in different ways and finding out weird ways that you could yeah. go. Like, I, I'm not necessarily viewing that as a rehearsal for, uh, for like the main event. I'm just viewing that as like rewarding for its own sake. So, kind of having those restrictions placed on me that kind of restrict the the in inherent humor of 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 the hit of that game like it doesn't work for me like you can't you can't be silly in those missions because if you do then you're gonna get fucking slaughtered um which makes things like 
I mean, it, you know, it, it makes things tense in a really interesting way, but it doesn't play to the strengths of that game's design for me. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, like, I love it as just a little bonus. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, a, totally. it's a neat little add-on, and if you want to be as hardcore as possible, you go play that. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Like, I, I just, I, I've never been on the side of, oh, it sucks that it's online only. Like, <laughs> yes. I don't care. Yeah. Nobody is going to care in 10 years. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, damn. I really wish I could replay the Gary Busey level. Dude, someone's <laughs> uploaded. Uh, all you needed to see in that is Gary, Gary Busey being weird. <laughs> Yeah, the cutscene. The cutscene says, you'll never catch me. I'm invisible. To, you know, to, be like fair, to be fair, some of his dialogue in that mission is pretty good. Um, but YouTube, like... Yeah, exactly. All it, took, all it takes is one dude streaming that one day, yeah. and he caught that, and win or fail, there you go. You got the experience. Yeah, the, the, Kaboom, the, the, the important thing of that mission is not actually killing Gary Busey. <laughs> it's just hearing Gary Busey's fucking lunacy, yeah. and that's, that's what all video games need. Exactly, so... If, if there was a patch for all video <laughs> games that just put... His his uh, <laughs> fucking voice over things. That'd be great. Oh, like a portal patch. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, well, that'd be really like, good. If he was just the AI in Portal, I'd, that's that's reason enough to go back and replay it. Yeah, exactly. Fuck Duke Nukem and Bulletstorm. Let's put fucking Gary Busey in there. <laughs> oh, God. Have um, him say what the fucking fuck shit or whatever. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that's Hitman. Um, expect- Hitman is still good. Hitman, Hitman is good. Hitman is great. Hitman is great. Uh, I've got a video coming out on it uh, next weekend, hopefully. And yeah, play it. It's really good. Um, so yeah, I guess uh, if, unless we have anything else that we want to talk about, I guess it's time um, to go. Uh, just oh. Overwatch as always. That's all, all right. Okay. And yeah. we can segue with that with minor news. What's that, Nico? Did you say the news? <laughs> no, actually, I didn't. Okay. Uh, so what I really meant to say was that uh, you know, Mergo's wet nurse. That's not actually a glitch. <laughs> that's actually a uh, well, it's a it's a it's a game mechanic. If you listen really close, there's a baby crying, it's and he's a wet nurse. Lore. Wet nurse. Wet nurse. Wet nurse. Wet nurse. That's just, that's the just new keep it in there. That's, that's the new name for our fans, the wet nurses, the crying, the cry babies. Uh, welcome, you baby soldiers, you angry jewel cry babies. Can we just call them the writing on games child soldiers? Yes. Uh, the writing on games child soldiers. Or you just call them the children of the cackle or something like that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, news. Here we go. The news. Uh, let me. So, yeah, I, I played Overwatch, which then transfers into news because uh, it's really super minor. On okay. the same day, I believe that Resident Evil 7 comes out. There's another Overwatch event thing Is there- for you to run in and spend your coins on and what? buy a, some limited edition. It is This This is random. I, I kind of like that they're literally choosing some obscure-ass holidays, at least for America right. and the Western world. Year of the Rooster. <laughs> okay, great. Um, it, they released a, uh, a teaser trailer late last night for me mm-hmm. that is a picture of May uh, decked out in very festive for lack of knowledge and better term, Chinese garb that looks very like you know, isn't, isn't, silk. isn't isn't May like Korean though? May is not Korean. That's diva. Uh, 
okay. May is May is from I I I, I heard I heard one person in a match say Anyong, and I was like, okay, someone's Korean here. <laughs> Oh, there's a lot of Korean Overwatch players too. <laughs> yeah, half, half my half my text chat is in Korean. Um, but where is May from? That's a good question. I always thought she was Icelandic or something. I always thought she had a big uh, York influence going on. I don't uh, know. May she's Chinese. She's th- ah. she is 31 years old apparently, which is weird. I love that they give him age. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> the oldest soldier, forty whatever it is. What is he? Uh, Ninety years old. Right, let me let me let me check. I, I need to know these things now. Oh, is it? Is it soldier seventy six? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I always soldier forty seven. So right. How old is he? He is. Why is this loading so slowly? Maybe he's seventy six. Unknown. <laughs> well, he's old. He says, "Damn kids, get off my lawn." That's one of his yeah. things. That's an old person. That's what old people yeah, say. Exactly. That's like. Anyways, he's, he's like he's like a main character in Gran Torino. <laughs> Like, starts oh spouting racial slurs. It's just old racist <laughs> Clint Eastwood. I just so yeah, they, Soldier 76 was really racist. That's why he's in this game. He just wants to kill. Oh, God. Well, they gotta, yeah. They gotta, you know. Oh, no. That would be, that would be super, that would add some depth to oh, a, man. Uh, like Imagine- an esports character if they just made one of the characters super racist. That would be <laughs> fucking It was just wild. part of his character and he, they just alluded to it smartly every once in a while. And I was like, just, oh, my God. Then, then. Then you just get, like, imagine you just get to kill a racist over and over again. It'd be great. Yeah, but then also the racist can kill the people he doesn't like. Oh, no. <laughs> so then it's not good. <laughs> turns, it's into, not good. turns into a hate, you know? hate, crime, <laughs> hate crime game. That's why. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. That would just take the the diversity of that game's cast and just spin it in a dark way. That would be fucked. Kudos to Overwatch for not taking that route. Yeah, exactly. Not putting a racist in your game, making a hate crime game. Well done. Instead, picking a Chinese New Year, uh, <laughs> which begins on the 24th, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. enjoy that. Uh, literally, the article I was reading says, no news yet on the scope of this update, uh, but we know that May probably is getting a new outfit because there's a... Yeah. That's the only thing you see in that little gif uh, they posted I, I on also, Twitter. I also saw... A, I was, I'm looking at a diva outfit just now. Ooh, cool. Uh, I, have a, I got a diva shirt recently. Okay. That's, so that's your Overwatch news for the week. I don't know. Game, game still rocks. You, know. you, you um, can get skins that don't matter. Yeah, you can get skins that don't matter. Uh, luckily, I have been... Nico. Uh, every day I've been grinding out one level, okay. and so I have a bunch of uh, stocked out uh, coins for that shit, so I'm going to get some stupid costumes myself. Nice. Uh, I'm trying to get to 100. I'm only at 94. Tell me, Nico, do they have any updates on the most important part of that game, the sprays? Oh god, I thought you were going to say the butts for a second. I was like, god, no. thank you for not progress. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you for not like feeding that meme. I, I, All right. I, I, um, I, I kind of, I kind of hate Overwatch because of like that stupid fucking. The butts are so good. Uh, like fucking butts of the year. Shop. Hey, guess what? They're all pixels. All right, cool. <laughs> and um. Yeah, the the sprays. <laughs> I feel like they just like I don't know. I, I got some new sprays. If that's what you're asking, I got Hell one that's yeah. a noose. That's my favorite one. Yep. If you're ever McCree, you get a noose and you put the noose around other characters' necks. Hell yeah, that's what I well, want. Like other character sprays. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's like graffiti. That's that's kind of that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, you know. So yeah, Overwatch is a game still, uh, and now now it's going to be the Chinese New Year. There, there were. And look, at I gave you some bonus news on that because I also gave you a little reminder that Resident Evil Five is coming out on the twenty fourth. Resident Evil Five. 5. <laughs> oh my God, no! <laughs> I got five on the brain. No, Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, 
and on so, that on on the day that that comes out, I will be playing Yakuza Zero. <laughs> why are you too scared? No, because I'm a cool guy. You love your leather jackets and your full body dragon tattoos. A- a- apparently, Yakuza Zero is super good, <laughs> and I've always been a kind of like distant fan of that of those games. The last one I played was three, and I got a fan, but I can't beat any of them. <laughs> yeah, I-, I I didn't I didn't beat three because it was. I rented it and it was too long, but aren't they like eighty-hour fucking epics, like in setting? Like aren't they just like crime dramas that go on forever? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. They're, they're they're fucking weird, man. Like also, uh, if you it, weren't there from Yakuza One, good luck with the story. <laughs> I, I got in at Yakuza Three and was fine. Uh, that is a that's a good ass story. Um, and Yakuza Four had a prologue thing where I'm not even kidding. It's an hour long audio book that goes over the first three <gasps> Yakuza games. Jesus fucking Christ! And I, I just, <laughs> I got glossy eyed. I don't know what's going on. Yep. The Yakuza is what I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, this one's a prequel, and we'll. Well, that's good. Maybe we'll actually know what's going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the Yakuza series was always like, what if they, you know, what if Shenmue was a good game, <laughs> like. Yeah, that wasn't garbage. (laughs) What if Shenmue wasn't like a a Dreamcast tech demo? Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, so I I don't know. I'm I'm super excited to play that. Uh, That'll be coming next week, but I'll also probably be super deep into making this Hitman video. So I don't know if I'll actually get to play it much. But um, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited for that. Um, Other news. Apart from the fact that I will play Yakuza Zero. Um, speaking, speaking of weird Japanese I was, games, I was literally about to say that exact phrase. <laughs> good, <laughs> awesome. That's always a good segue because, like, that can apply to almost all video games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you weird to, Japanese games. You, you you can take this one. <laughs> ah, our our boy, our boy, the gold the golden monk himself. <laughs> He's back. He went up on the mountain and he learned what he needed to learn. He came back down. <laughs> Sweary is back He's with back, a new studio. Baby. He's back. <laughs> he, it didn't actually seem like he was gone all that long, but now he's back. <laughs> I feel like that was literally a month. <laughs> yeah. It was It was sad enough that he left. That the well, fact he made that it he sound now... like he, it was indefinite and yeah, he yeah. was back within like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, cool. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, But the way he talked about how, how this new company was set up, this was set up around about the exact time that he announced that he was leaving game development for a while. <laughs> like, um, so, uh, uh yeah, it's, he's back in. He's the, he's Sweary 65. He's got the numbers back next to his name and everything. He's, yeah. uh, he's returned as the CEO of the new studio called White Owls. Yep. <laughs> so that's cool. I don't know what that name has to do with anything. Maybe he just likes White Owls. Uh, oh wait, no. So Sweary, Sweary's return comes after over a year away from game development. Uh, well, he stopped for a while, but he didn't say anything about taking a break yeah. until like a couple months ago. Yeah, he just it, stopped because like he had November. the illness. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> during his time off, he became a Buddhist monk and got bitten by his cat, but it didn't hurt. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they link with the, the, the words got bitten by his cat, but it didn't hurt are linked to another article, which is deadly. That's <laughs> literally what it says. The, oh my God. Uh, wait, his, his cat's name is H.R. Geiger. 
<laughs> my cat, aka HR Geiger, bit me today, but no pain because she doesn't have any tooth. She is 19 years old. <laughs> Fucking, that's an old cat. That's a really old cat. <laughs> Hidetaka Suhiro, better known as Sweary65, the designer of Deadly Premonition, D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die, and of course, Tomba 2, the evil swine return, Whoa, has revealed his what? cat bit him, but it did not cause him any pain. That was from 2015. He worked on Tomba 2? Yeah. Never knew that. Apparently, yeah. Tomba 2, Spy Fiction, Lords of Arcana, D4. Yeah. Never knew about Lords of Arcana either. Spy Fiction is like one of the first toted, like, uh, just, well, it's not a sweary game, but it's, 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 that's where it is. It's, 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 that's where the, the weirdness starts. There's a forest casing in that game. (laughs) If you'll know what that means if you play, that's like a weird reoccurring dude. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I oh, this as, is a PSP I, game. No wonder I never played I, it. I, well, Lord of Arcana. As, as I revealed Arcana. to you, I, I haven't played Deadly Premonition. I have installed Deadly Premonition. And Did you get the mods? No. Do I need it the needs mods? Like a DS, it, it needs, it's like a DS fix All joint. Right, okay. You kind of need it to play it on PC. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I will do that and I will play that. Before his retirement from Access, Swery was working on a game about, quote, a high school girl oh, de- God. a high school girl detective who uses the imagination in brackets fantasizing energy from masturbating to help her solve murders. What? You know <laughs> what? Normally I'd be like, whoa, that's don't make that game, yeah. but I think we we're if Swery's involved, I think he could do it justice. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd do it with some class, you know what I mean? Yep. yep. Uh, yeah, I don't... Could you imagine going to any publisher and being like, so, yeah, I got this game. Uh, there's a high school girl. She's a detective. She uses her <laughs> imagination to uh, solve murders. Uh, she uh, fantasizes about things, and she uh, <coughs> masturbates. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... <laughs> God, do you think... You know, that sounds... Hey, real talk, though. <laughs> Would this not be perfect for the new HD Rumble Nintendo Switch? Oh, fuck. It's like ice cubes in a glass. Oh, God. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Appar- apparently, it's nowhere near as uh, significant as that makes it seem. <laughs> um, I-, I-, I heard someone talk about how you could feel like you were pressing a button without pressing a button. Yes. Now, that sounds crazy. Yes. That's the kind of shit I I play video games still for. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that weird shit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah. I, but I want... Yeah, I, God, I, I kind of want Sweary to be on on all the platforms, but I, I, I would love to see him on a, on the Switch doing yep. weird shit with weird controls. You know, like, I think... I mean, if, if, Suda, if Suda's on the Switch, then get Sweary on the Switch as well. Because he put... God, can you imagine if they teamed up... Fuck. Are they both free? Are they both free agents at this point? Yes. They, they, oh, wait, wait, well, they always were actually because yeah. I mean, Suda Grasshopper is an indie dev. I believe. I'm not sure if they're owned by Gung Ho. Um, uh, great Grasshopper. Sorry, I'm. This is the least professional thing ever. Um, games Gung Ho. Because uh, let let it die, right? Yes, uh, Grasshopper Manufacturer is uh, under the umbrella of Gung Ho, uh, and Gung Ho is you know they are immensely immensely rich because of Puzzle and Dragons. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, so yeah, they they can they can 
they can they can have Suda taking some risks, I guess. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Well, good news the 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 prodigal the son man has himself. returned. Yeah. Uh, Great. Yeah. Um, um, uh, I look forward to many more weird games. Yep. I I guess this really does put the the can on Deadly Premonition two for good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think maybe he doesn't have the rights now, or maybe he does. Honestly, <laughs> who knows? Speaking uh, of, putting it's the- one of those things where I I'm dying for a sequel, but the man himself is so crazy and good that anything he makes will be worth it. Yeah. So exactly. It's it's kind we'll of where he goes. It's kind of the pseudo thing as well, like where you're just yeah yeah. Except maybe for Shadows of the Damned and Lollipop Chainsaw and Killer is Dead and there was there was a lull there for a second, but it looks like he's coming back. Yeah, yeah. No, let Let It Die. I, I still haven't gotten to a point in Let It Die where I feel like it's becoming cheap. So, uh, but apparently that point is definitely coming. So it's uh, yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, you have to, wait. Sorry, one more thing okay. about Sweary. I just found a fact here that. You you have to go play Deadly Premonition now because it's got a Guinness World Record for most polarizing game. What? Yeah. What? Who is that? Who is that world record? What is it? Most? Oh, sorry. Most critically polarizing survival horror game it has a Guinness World Record. That, for that that shouldn't be a record. It is. That's, a, that's like that's like the fucking uh, "You Suffer" by Napalm Death being the shortest song because anyone could make a song shorter than that if they actually wanted to <laughs> like true uh, yeah oh god but now you gotta go play it. Uh, yeah you gotta okay. play report back I, I i absolutely will do so yeah play on easy and what about what hold on <laughs> oh we're definitely trying to find a segue we're, from we're, saying that we're, uh, we're in the news lol nico <laughs> uh tell hey what you what you gotta tell me about Mr. Zuckerberg here. Oh, uh, yes. This is another one of these things that a lot of people haven't really been talking about, but it's kind of crazy. So, ZeniMax, uh, the people who own Bethesda, I want to say? Uh, e- <laughs> yes. Who I owns believe. ZeniMax? ZeniMax was co-founded in May 99 by Bethesda Softworks founder Christopher Weaver. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, got a lot, it's got a lot to do with Bethesda, I guess. Um, so, but the, the main thing here is that um, ZeniMax are saying that John Carmack took, uh, took files associated with their VR development. He took them when he left and went over to oculus which then got bought over by facebook and so zenimax are saying that their ideas like their their vr stuff is what made oculus what it was and so they are suing and this has now actually gone to court um this was reported on a while back but like this is actually the first time it's been in court and one of the crazy things is that they're saying that this is the first time Palmer Lucky has been like seen in a lot, like since the whole you know Trump memes debacle. You know, like oh my god, that's right. Yeah, so um, which is fucking crazy. The fact that they just wheeled him out to put him in the the stand, you know. Um, but the whole thing is that uh, so uh, yes, right. 
So we are highly confident that Oculus products are, are built on Oculus technology, the Facebook founder said. So Zuckerberg is actually on trial for this. Uh, the idea that Oculus products are based on someone else's technology is just wrong. It's, it's pretty common when you announce a big deal or do something that all kinds of people just kind of come out of the woodwork and claim they are that they just own some portion of the deal. And given that Zuckerberg it, it's Facebook, <laughs> you know, like the... You know he'll he'll he has he has experience with that I guess. Um, like most people in like most people in the court, I've never even heard of Zenimax before. <laughs> Fuck. That's that's such a weird thing to say. Yeah. That sounds like sassy. Yeah. But I don't know. I, mean, I know it's just text we're saying here, but that sounds like a little snidey. Um, like, but one of the one of the main things is, you know, there was you know New New York Times were reporting uh, that there was some bad text messages sent you know like uh like so uh, the lawyer incredulously your plan was to begin legal diligence on friday and sign the deal on monday yep uh in evidence pretty bad looking text exchange between zuckerberg and amin zufunown his top deal maker amin to zuck the, there are things that they told us that are simply not true zuck keep pushing forward until we have something we can sign on a moment's notice then we can figure out how long we wait for diligence um the plaintiff's counsel how much did carmack get from the deal zuck a lot of money uh heated exchange lawyer if you steal my bike and you paint it and put a bell on it does that make it your bike zuck no <laughs> um so yeah Damn. this this is this is pretty crazy and there's some weird heated things so the i'm I'm a little confused to be honest i don't really so so the whole thing is basically um uh he's so zuckerberg is defending facebook and this and its subsidiary oculus against claims that they stole virtual reality technology the accusations come from zenimax the parent company of fallout publisher bethesda and doom developer id software uh zenimax is suing oculus and facebook for two billion dollars the same figure facebook bought oculus for in 2014 um so the whole thing is that uh so zenimax ZeniMax's argument revolves around revered game programmer John Carmack, who had worked for ZeniMax from 2009 when the corporation acquired its, stu- its software for $405 million. Uh, in November 2013, he resigned to join Oculus full-time. Uh, but there was a point at which Carmack was working for both companies, which is weird. Um, and whilst he was working on whilst he was working for both companies uh zenimax alleges that he copied thousands of documents from a computer at zenimax to a usb storage device uh he never returned those files or all copies of them after his employment with zenimax was terminated states the lawsuit so uh yeah uh, so zenimax is claiming that it is one of the biggest technology heists ever (laughs) which seems really weird quite a lot drill cowboy But, but you know, like, it, I mean, it, it seems like it could be, like, feasible that a lot of stuff from ZeniMax ended up in Oculus, but also, like, um, uh, so Carmack testified last week reportedly calling the case absurd his comments reflect those of previous statements by Facebook and Oculus who previously branded ZeniMax's arguments as ridiculous they later said it was ZeniMax's attempt to rectify a massively missed opportunity um 
So, yeah, fucking weird one. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, there was... God, it's uh, just like a mess. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like... Th- there was also like one person from Facebook claiming that ZeniMax didn't have the the manpower, the, or the the resources, the the talent, or something else to to actually develop this stuff. So, yeah, this is getting it's getting heated. Um, but when your case is for two billion dollars, then you know perhaps that is uh that is that is valid, I guess. Um, so yeah, yeah. It's. I don't buy that he'd never heard of Zenimax before. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, you know, I had to look up what Zen, like, what Zenimax's relationship to Bethesda was, but I'd heard that name before. <laughs> oh no, I mean, you, you've definitely heard that name before. Um, uh, if you do Bethesda Press, I believe it comes through Zenimax, right, or something like I, that. I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not on their press list or anything like that. So, mm, uh, yeah. So I, I, I always knew You're that on either their press list. <laughs> I am. <laughs> You're the podcast representative for Bethesda. I I, I got into their wee little goofy thing, their little <laughs> weird club that gives you emails. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Being on a press list for a publisher is not... Like you're not just getting sent codes left and right; you're just getting every well, press release for every tiny thing they send out. Like, especially uh, since most press kits can be found on the developer or the publisher's website. Yeah, exactly. Too, you just find it. It's like here you go, and it's public, and it's like you don't have to sign up for a damn thing. Yeah, yeah. It just means it just means your email gets filled with fucking spam. So, um, yeah. But you get to be the one who then tweets about that spam. Oh yeah, first. of course. Except whenever I actually tweet about press releases, it's always like, why the fuck did they send me this? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so that, that's that's a weird thing. We'll see how that pans out because that seems like it could be another one of those. If it actually goes through, that is potentially incredibly destabilizing for something that was, you know, credited with, this is going to be the big change for the industry and, you know, how's that going to affect things and everything. So... Yeah. Is the Oculus even out out yet? I don't even... Yes, yes. I lost it, track it, of all these it, damn headsets. It, it came out... I think it came out before the Vive. Like, the actual, like, consumer kit came out before the Vive consumer stuff did. Not, I, not people who weren't just Tony Hawk could get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then it was only, like, a couple of months ago, or like a month ago, a couple of months ago, uh, they released the touch controllers for it, which, you know, kind of they're the things that made the they're the things that apparently make the oculus worth buying as opposed to like a vive you know uh before that the oculus didn't have any kind of you know room scale stuff or anything it was just basically a camera that you were putting on your head so um yeah so the future <laughs> the future of gaming baby um speaking of something that isn't the future uh it's just not going well for Titanfall. It's just not it's like you know. There's this uh, Titanfall Two is obviously not selling well. There was also that thing. Did you hear about? They were their Twitter was going to anyone who like fucking posted about. Oh, I'm looking for a new game to play and saying you should play Titanfall Two. <laughs> like, which is good on them. Which is it's a bad look, Nico. <laughs> They're just desperate. Can you blame them? <laughs> <laughs> they were buried by their own parents. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, it just seems like they can't catch a break because uh, there was a mobile game that was meant to be coming out, but it had a beta 
and it's now been cancelled. <laughs> oh, uh, it was a card game. It was too. a card game and card game card game adaptations of like action things are usually very interesting to say the least. So, um, but yeah, Titanfall Frontline was a mobile game uh, based on the on Respawn Shooter series, and it's shutting down. Uh, it's being cancelled before it even fully launched. Uh, it was in closed beta on iOS and Android. Uh, they, they apparently learned an incredible amount about bringing Titanfall to mobile devices, but it didn't pan out. The experience oh, was the, the experience wasn't ready to deliver the intense action-packed gameplay synonymous with Titanfall. I just, I don't know if it's you're bringing it to yeah exactly if you're bringing out a card game like half of the half of the battle there is like the 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 player imagining how those cards translate into action in their own head almost you know what i mean it's like kind of role playing almost um well you're making like a strategy game if you're making a card game so like yeah why even worry about that just that's all in the animation how it looks action packed for something like that like yeah totally it just looks i'm looking at screenshots of this and i'm not going to lie it looks kind of fun like it, <laughs> yeah. it looks neat I don't know, it looks like it'd be a fun little battle dumb card game that on phones. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, but oh, you- now I'm looking... What the fuck, GameSpot? I <laughs> started looking at pictures of it and they transformed into ukulele <laughs> pictures. What the fuck's okay. going on? Okay. Yeah, um, it looks cool. They, they, I mean, what did you expect? Like, what, yeah, what do people yeah. want a shooter on their phone? Yeah, exactly. Like... I, I don't know. Although apparently there was, I, I saw this recently on someone's YouTube channel. I can't remember. I'm sorry, uh, but someone was playing Battlefield Two or no Battlefield Bad Company Two on on uh, on an iPad uh, because they actually brought out a version of of Bad Company Two for iPad, and it doesn't look as terrible as you might think. Um, although it still looks pretty bad. So, um, but yeah, apparently they are making you know they're they're saying that hey we learned a bunch of lessons and it doesn't seem like they're done with making titanfall games for mobile because back in october of 2015 they actually announced a multi-year deal to make multiple titanfall games for mobile which seems kind of crazy but you know uh but sure i guess try it again now (laughs) more people can play um hot mobile titles like Tekken card. <laughs> yep. The hottest. And, and uh, hey, that new Fire Emblem one looks like Fire Emblem. I don't know. Oh, yeah, they announced that, didn't they? I, I, I don't know anything it, about that. It looks like puzzles and dragons, like, you know, unlocking heroes, and yes, you can have copies, and then you fuse ones together to make bigger ones, and then it's the same old grid gameplay. It looks okay. Cool. <laughs> I feel like Fire Emblem. If it's, it looks great for people who want to collect... Anglo-Saxon looking, looking medieval anime people on their phone. Yeah, great. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. Like all those characters look alike to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> Do we have any more news? Yeah, go out with a bang. Awesome games done quick <laughs> raises two point two million dollars. Um, cool. Over I the mean, whole thing or in a day? What what is this? Uh, over the whole thing. Over the whole thing. I mean. There were some cool speed runs to come out of that. The, Did the, you watch any in particular? I the, the, I, the, I actually caught like two that were kind of cool. Both games I'd never ever cared about, but now I'm actually interested in them, like Silent Hill Four. 
Right, okay. Like that, that was kind of interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There were, there were, there were a few weird ones. Uh, I saw Metal Gear Solid 2 being run, and that was cool to see. Um, but that was also, like, there were some real problems during that run in terms of, like, controllers and sound and stuff. Like, it, it, they had to stop for, like, 10 minutes because the guy was like, look, the sound's not coming out right, and this run is impossible if I can't hear when I'm being shot at. Um and uh but he got through it and then there was also that one um of doom that you know i was telling you about oh my god they're running doom and you thought i meant original doom yeah i was <laughs> like, like that's nothing special that's like, <laughs> like the og speedrunning game but no they they were running like 2016 doom and the guy started it by saying hey we're gonna see how broken this game really is and as it turns out that game is you know there's like there was a lot of traversing outside of geometry there which was super cool to see uh, oh god i did some of that myself i don't know like yeah I, that was yeah that was half of the fun of that game was like oh man i didn't know it, it can actually like warp you and stuff was he like yeah 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 he, he was he was like that's getting, awesome yeah he was getting across like huge levels in like a minute and then getting across you know several levels at a time and stuff and yeah it was it was it was very very cool to see um yeah and then there was the dark souls 3 one which you know uh i think the guy had some like major problems in terms of like that's another one where you have to like get out of the of the level terrain and stuff like that and like very carefully work your way through because if you're not at exactly the right height you can't get back into the geometry at the right point but also if you touch anything that you're not meant to touch then the game crashes and the game crashed for him and stuff and uh oh, but God. but he still managed to beat his uh his estimated time which i've i've got to just imagine at this point that the the estimated times are just like hey this is like the if everything possible could go wrong and go wrong twice then that is the time we'll get because it always seems to be like hey i'm gonna do this in an hour and 15 minutes and they're like oh i did it in 37 minutes <laughs> like um but yeah it's Just, there were some cool speed runs i guess like I, i'm not hugely invested in the speed running scene but it definitely it's, it's always something that i'm interested in because i like to see how games break and they know the best way to break games so yeah God, I, I don't know. I was just, I was just thinking about one that I saw that was kind of awkward. Where this guy was super confident. I can't remember what game it was, but he was. I saw a clip of it, and he was super confident that he was gonna like do this thing to glitch him through a door, and instead he just died. Oh God! And the room got all quiet, and he was so yeah, smug the, and full of himself right before. And I was like, Oh God! Oh, uh, those moments are like are beautiful but they're also like unwatchable because it's like yeah, he, oh, his fuck. confidence was just so like oh. and we're and we're gonna glitch through the wall in three two one and then, then this enemy just comes up and whaps him and he dies and it was just like oh that's the end of your run then dude <laughs> also the guy who, who did uh silent hill 4 uh he uh it was like it's such a bummer he missed his record by like a second oh god like when he called time it's oh like, no yeah, he didn't oh. seem too bummed about it. He kind of knew early on in the run, like, that's how good those guys are. They're like, he knew, like, like 10 minutes before the run was done, like, oh, I'm not going to make it. Like, Yeah, yeah. But, geez, like, a second away. Seriously, yeah, a second. Because yeah. 
the, some games don't technically end until like a certain cutscene is done playing or uh-huh. something like that. So he like, oh god, he he missed like one thing in this boss fight, and he would have totally been like five seconds over if he had done it. Oh god, and he it was like one of those. It's not like he was glitching the game. He was just he knew where to run correctly. Yeah, 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 yeah. What to avoid? I don't know. Yeah, it's all. From what I saw of that game, I'm, it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. Looks like a weird take for that series. I actually never knew much about Silent Hill Four. Yeah, I, I, like my knowledge, room. my knowledge, like you know, I vaguely know three, and then four was just kind of was that the room? Yeah, yeah. Half yeah. of it is like you have like a hub. It's a first person section where yeah, you're walking yeah. around your like really drab looking apartment, and then like you slowly go crazy, and yeah, the yeah, rooms yeah. turn into big heads looking at you and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cool stuff. Cool stuff. Uh, and then we, the biggest news ever, Gabe, Gabe Newell likes his stakes medium rare. This being the writing on Games Cast, we'll see you next week. <laughs> um, yeah, because normally with those stakes, those things, they take time. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but, you know, he did a, he did a, an Ask Me Anything on Reddit. Oh, Appar- God. Apparently Half-Life and Portal movies are still coming. He, movies yeah that's not what anyone wants right now guys <laughs> come on we need three from both uh so apparently uh he, apparently the number three doesn't exist um uh he gets recognized in public uh good he, he said he would change if there was anything he'd change about steam it would be support <sighs> Uh, but I won't change it now that I've said that. Or, yeah. <laughs> like, is uh, that what he means by that? <laughs> he also said the number three must not be said. Yes, I personally believe all unidentified anonymous sources on the internet twenty to thirty. Same as always, we're adding servers all the time. Fucking don't know what that that's, means. Is that, that's is that, crazy. What does that mean? Does it, I, that's I, like I some know. Borg shit. Like they're just slowly <laughs> assimilating servers <laughs> until they just own the internet. He thinks Portal 2 is Valve's best single-player game. Uh, He plays Dota 2 the most out of their multiplayer games. Uh, Valve may be working on a new IP set in the Half-Life Portal universe. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Valve is working on a fully-fledged single-player game. Valve is planning stuff for Source 2. Valve is looking to improve its customer service. What's going on with Half-Life? That's about Half-Life 3. Was this part uh-huh. of video games? Oh, yeah. How does Gabe Newell like his steak? Medium rare. Good, good choice, Gabe. I mean, fucking vegan justice, baby. No, I'm... as as the as the meat <laughs> representative on this podcast, medium rare steak is all right with me. When when I when I ate steak, yep, it was medium rare. So, but uh, yeah, make it moo, as they say. <laughs> I want to hear it moo. And we're the writing on games cast, making a move for you every week. Go out and buy a Wii U. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess that's the news. And with that, that's the podcast. Um, yeah, uh, I was. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, if you like the podcast, maybe write a review on iTunes or something. Maybe help. <laughs> I was thinking that the other day. I checked it out and I was like, hey, we ain't got no reviews. We got a couple of reviews. I know, but not it, not enough for it to show up on the thing. It yeah, says it, it needs to aggregate you know, more. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you like it, then just go and give it a wee rating and, you know, 
<laughs> I, love, I love the first review that comes up is five stars, utter dog shit, worse than video games, shouldn't exist. Who wrote that? I love that guy. <laughs> it was HTJDC. <laughs> well, Godspeed um, HTJDC. <laughs> sound like a Star Wars robot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know, just do that if you want. Helps us get out to more people, and that's something that I want to do with the podcast this year is get out to more people. The audience is it's growing and it's it's going well so yeah it's it's cool um and sweary guest spot please yeah exactly oh boy um and yeah nico uh where are the videos still in production but yep. coming coming cool. coming yep uh, uh, they're gonna be good not gonna yep. be great but they're gonna be good <laughs> and uh i Give had a big sale i had another uh uh kami yeah. uh uh smith's joke but uh what that joke isn't funny anymore (laughs) that's been the right on games cast goodbye (laughs) we'll see you next week